0: Episode 18 of the Podcast. I'm Nicholas, and this is my co-host
1: morten
2: Brorton
0: House. Give it up, give All it up. Right. So in this episode, we're gonna do a bunch of things. A bunch of talk- talking, and it's gonna be great talking. Uh, oh yeah. So what are we gonna talk about exactly? We're gonna talk about um, additions, not just uh, the the crazy 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 madness of the new edition that's coming <laughs> but we're the gonna dreaded... talk... yeah the dreaded future we're going to talk age. about the just the editions throughout the ages and how they affected the game of 40k mm-hmm. uh, we're also going to talk about what we've been doing and what we are about to do and yeah. events or i will be talking about and certain event at least yeah oh, we got
1: to mention uh, freddy's uh, new night raffle as well so oh shit I, th- yeah. I think i missed that you have to update me on that later
0: yeah so we'll go through that later yeah Actually, so, so first let's, uh, let's talk about what we've been doing uh-huh do you want to start
1: oh yeah i, I can start um i because i haven't done that much i think uh <laughs> so the the thing coming up for me is lincoln that's the next big thing. So uh, I need to finish some Emperor's Children for that, uh, mainly some Kacovni and a new Praetor that I'm working on. Secret project. Whoop whoop. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think I've kept it kind of a secret, right? The the Praetor project. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you, I think you told me though. But okay. yeah. Um... So so let me just say that. The two models, it's based on two models, I think, mostly. Some other bits, but mainly uh, Sigwell the Magnificent, I think is his name. Slanesh Demon. Demon, No, Slanesh Demon. Demon.
0: The guy who, like, in rules, he had stupidity, because, like, you had to roll at the beginning of your turn. If You roll a one, and he's just standing, looking at himself in the mirror.
1: <laughs> so he's so self obsessed. Yeah. Oh, that sounds sounds perfect for Empress children. Yeah, <laughs> that guy had the most glorious hair. Hair, I must tell you. Um, and the other part is Sigismund of the Imperial Fists because Siegmund he has Sig Sigwald, Sigmund, Sigismund. Yeah, Sieg- <laughs> Sig I don't know. Sigwald uh... Sigmundson. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a new name. I think I, found, <laughs> I tried to find some old uh, fluff name for some Lord, uh, Lord Commander of the Empress Children. So not Vespasian or Eidolon, but I think it was someone called Sirius or something. Sirius or Sirius, I th- something like that. Why so Sirius? Uh, but he had some cool... I mean, it didn't say much. Like, he was a traitor, so that's good. Uh, and then I think, eventually, post-Heresy, uh, he's killed by uh, no. He kills Lucius, actually. Oh, uh, and then he becomes then, Lucius. Yeah, he becomes Lucius. It <laughs> 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 says so something like his face was one of the tormented faces covering the armor of Lucius the Eternal, or something like that. But oh, nice, but good, So I just thought that that's really cool. So he's he's gonna die in the future, but I can use him during the Heresy.
0: So uh, I've done. It's something. a really good uh, good
1: storyline. Yeah, yeah um so i don't know i've um, basically it's the sigismund body and then i've taken the head from sigwald and it was a lot of carving and i had to take away most of his glorious hair unfortunately <laughs> i mean it was really beautiful but i, I couldn't really fit him in the <laughs> in the socket or in the uh, gorgeous. So, what,
0: what, was the fine cast
1: or a metal a fine cast all right thank god otherwise <laughs> i don't know some kind of grinder like <laughs> Just sparks everywhere. Uh, no, but uh, and then I used some uh, green stuff to add some hair back later. Um, and now I've primed him, uh, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I've started airbrushing a bit on him. But I, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Um, I'm a bit excited uh, nice. to work on. Uh, so and then I also tried uh, my cacophony because I need to do like seven dudes or something. So I wanted to at least do the purple with the uh, with the airbrush, uh, and uh, I bought the Forge World paints. They have uh, three three purple paints for airbrushing, uh, and I haven't. Have, uh, you have experience of the Forge World airbrush paints, right? For your uh, yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think they're pretty nice. They need to be uh, thinned a bit, right? Yeah, the bottles
0: are better than Games Workshop bottles, of course. Yeah, yeah, but the they're. They're, they're not, similar to Games Workshop Colors. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they're not uh, dropper bowl, bottles, unfortunately. But, like, you no. can get a pipette. Yeah, it's, uh,
0: it's not that. It's kind of easy to use with the, the airbrush. Because you just yeah. can pour it in and then pour it
1: back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, it's, they're, they're, there's three of them. And, like, Phoenician Purple is the, the deepest one, which is kind of dark, a bit too dark for me. And then there's uh, Key Kemos. Uh, purple which is kind of nice because it's uh, seems to match very very well the cer Xer- Xer- purple uh the games workshop color that i use uh, used before uh and then there's one called idolon purple which is like
3: pink. it's super
1: <laughs> so i did some testing like i had one dude who was just prime black so i thought ah save some time and just try to do it straight on that but that turned out very dark um and then I tried doing some pre-shading with some greys before uh, to get it kind of up to a white almost for the highest highlight. Uh, and I started then. I was like, OK, I'll start with the on purple, the, the, the brightest one, so I can still see uh, the highlights. And when I put it on, it was just Hello Kitty
3: all over. <laughs> it was
1: white and pink. And it just, ugh, that's a bit too far into the heresy for me. It's like <laughs> they should still look. Uh, more so I think I'm not going to use that much I'm, I'm going to stick to the other other two and mainly chemos like, eh, because I don't I want them to still look eh, you know, they, they should still tie into the, the rest of my army that I did before I learned to airbrush so this is just to kind of save time and uh, get them get the, the base color in quick and make it look good um, so, and my ultramarines will have to be the ones that they, they'll take time and I'll do them uh, carefully. <laughs> but, uh, but that's good. So I think when, when I get the color done, then I can just sit with the details and that should speed this up quite a lot, hopefully. <gasps> hopefully I'll make it, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm counting uh, weekends because it's like it's not the next weekend, but then I'll be, I'll be out of the country, actually, so I can't do anything then. Uh, and the weekend after, I think, is the last one before the event. So I have, I have like one weekend. Fuck! I can work I can work after, you know, in the afternoon and stuff, in the evenings. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should have just taken the same list as last year or something.
0: Yeah. something You've been you be talking about fixing these cacophony for at least, like, one and a
1: half months now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. No excuses. Sorry. I'm not as quick as you. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and, I'm, yeah, speaking of being slow, I, I'm still working on my five empress children. And uh, ultramarine uh, ultramarine Uh So I, th- I hope it's gonna finish. I saw like there was a message from uh, Henry Steele, who is uh, who was uh, hosting the MKA together with uh, Matthew Kane for us, where he was in charge. And he yeah. he had some feedback like, oh, okay, it's been like a month since the course ended. How are you guys doing? What are, what have you been up to? And people started posting like, oh shit, I did another rhino. Check this out. And like oh my god, look, I, I started doing these uh, Terminators and they look shit hot. And it's like, <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> I'm still working. <laughs> I didn't dare to say anything because <laughs> they get, they'll get mad. It's good that they're not in <laughs> Sweden because I'll, I'd be fucked. Yeah, Matt would kill you. Yeah, he would be outside my door and be like, with a whip, time to get to business, Martin. <laughs> oh, no. Nicht die Spanken gehabt. Nein. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) When I get kinky, I almost always get German. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, So that's what I've been up to. What about you, sir? I've been
0: a busy bee. Ooh. Uh, First of all, this uh, week uh, I went to the store and I. Got some uh, some old metal katasian models. Also got some from 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 the store. Yeah, he had like some old new in box. Can you believe that? Blisters of metal katasians. Holy shit! Some special weapon blisters and heavy weapon blisters. Yeah. uh, An outer cannon team, a mortar team, and uh, two blisters of special weapons. Cool. Some other metal catastrophes from this guy to the club.
1: Yeah. Where was this Where is this shop? It's in Lidköping. Okay. Lead Köping. <laughs> Coping. <laughs> Did you hear? Uh, I just, like, I just heard, uh, I think it was uh, Tim on uh, the eye of Horace trying to pronounce Arebro. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or-e-bro. Or-e-bro. Sounded like... Or a rebro, a like Yeah. A hey, bro. Uh, bro. A yeah. hey, well, bro.
0: I mean we the beer. You got a beer called A Bro. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It's I, I don't know, why why don't they try to sell it uh, you know outside of Sweden? It was so like so like butter. You want a beer? A hey, bro? A hey, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's because it doesn't taste that much, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just because it's just a shitty beer. yeah, <laughs> Cool name, shitty taste. <laughs> hey, bro. Awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, so I got some Kattachians. Uh, I yeah. painted up one of them, the, the old laying
1: down sniper model. That's such just, a cool pose.
0: Yeah. If it's I like a sniper
1: model. supposed to be camping. hiding. Yeah,
0: it's like all wrapped up in camouflage.
1: Yeah. Waiting you for his target. And you can just uh, take like... these uh, tufts from Games Workshop and put on his head. <laughs> it looks like he's you know, in the grass. Um uh, it's already got some leads on him. Oh, uh, cool. But
0: uh, yeah, I, I got these guys to play Shadow War. Yeah. Shadow War seems like an awesome game. It's basically just Necromunda. So mm-hmm. uh, it's perfect to, for playing guards, because like, I've been thinking about doing an militia army in 30k, but then it would be like just a faceless horde of guys that I would just be taking off the yeah. table. You yeah. couldn't really get a lot, lot of story with guards. No. And like I always loved in 40k the, the guard fluff and just guards in general that they're these, these basic humans fighting these impossible things and yeah. the <laughs> planets to fucking against waves of tyranids or like mind controlling gene setters or whatever.
1: Oh the scary shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I like I really like the the novels with Commissar uh uh Cyphus right. Kane. Okay. It's I don't think I've my, read those. My one of my favorite 40k book series.
1: I only know about Gaunt, Gaunt's Ghosts. Yeah, Gaunt's right. Ghosts. He's
0: also I think think That's written by Dan Abnett. This is not. Yeah. No? This is oh, a really good story. Or yeah. really good books. Yeah. Um uh, so yeah, this is used a perfect opportunity to paint up some cards and play play some old school games. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to play Katashians, but I want to play the with the old models because they're way, 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 way better looking than the new ones. Or okay, I mean, the, the new ones aren't really new; they're like the first plastic <laughs> shit they made. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that I near, can't really. Look
1: like shit. I can't really stand the big bare arms. It's like,
0: <sighs> yeah. The thing it... is, on the metal models, they look good. Yeah, but on the plastic, they don't because they don't come on the model in a good way, they always seem like, like they have this awkward pose. How, like, yeah, whatever you yeah. do with them. They
1: just, stick, they just stick to the outside of the.
2: You
1: have, like, a yeah. torso, and then you have arms just
0: So, like, with these metal models, they got really good poses because they're, like, a single mold miniature.
3: Ah, yeah. The problem
0: problem with metal models is just that you don't have enough poses for a big army. But since I'm only using up to 10 models, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna have any uh, like dual guys, or actually, I have two, two of one model, the Melta gun guy, but yeah,
1: that's a, like a pretty generic shooting post. That's not a, that big deal. No, could you could you try to repost them also, like somehow? That would take no, a while. not really, not really. Drilling and shit. Uh, uh, it it's pretty much impossible. Angle grinders and shit.
0: So this, this uh, I don't know what it's called. It's called Kill Team or Warband or, uh, I don't know, Special Team. Special Operatives Team. Oh, yeah. So uh, they got different rules for the different Guard factions, actually. That's really cool. That's nice. So they have different, uh, or they start the same,
1: but you can upgrade them differently. So they have mm-hmm. uh, Steel Legion, Cadians, and Catashians. Oh, it's nice that they put in Steel Legion, since it's Armageddon, after all. Yeah
0: and uh, the Kattashians can upgrade like muscle on everything. Ah, nice. (laughs) So I used to flip through the book and use the muscle, and they have this ability where you can, when you win a fight instead of hitting your opponent, you can throw the model.
1: Oh, yeah, I think (laughs) I saw in the battle report where they were on this uh, oil promethium refinery, you know, thing, (laughs) and they were, like, just throwing orcs over railings, like, oh! (laughs) Imagine (laughs) this Kattashian is, like,
0: fighting whatever, like fighting an orc, and then he just yeah. pushes his weapon aside, and then he just picks him up, like, by the, the neck and the, the hip or something.
1: <laughs> That's so, so Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Dive to go. Okay. Cool.
0: So I only got fucking good models for so killed team as well. The, the laying down sniper. Yeah. Uh, and then I got two, like, regular guardsmen with just last guns. Mm-hmm. They're both kneeling. So they're, like, the support guys from the heavy weapon teams. Because he didn't didn't have any regular guys, so the only guys with last guns are like the, the sidekicks for the heavy weapons that I can use. <laughs> uh, So I get two of those, and Marbo is also a, a generic guy in the squad. Yeah? The, the Marbo model. And then yeah, the, like, Didn't he
1: get special rules
0: or yeah, something? Also, yeah, I got it, like when I got home from the club after I got him, I just looked at the internet and like, hey, Marbo's got rules, and then they show like Marbo with a converted Kadian slash Katashian miniature. Like, yeah? Claps don't even have the real model, (laughs) (laughs) it's meant to be. Got Marble in there, and they're led by Colonel Schaefer that I got a while back. Ah, cool! He really fits in with the Katashians as well because he's also got like bare arms and like a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, Uh, and then a special weapon guy with a flamer, and then a special weapon woman with a grenade launcher.
3: Whoa, what
0: I didn't even know that they this model existed so they a, used to have women in the Katashian guard what? yeah so this it used to Katashian uh, girl with a big ass grenade launcher and a knife damn a fucking badass damn so these are some old models they're these bases that they're standing on are fucking older than i am <laughs> by two <laughs> years i can imagine like my my entire life my entire upbringing like that entire yeah. time and then you just add two more years, and that's the, this plastic base they are standing on. So. <laughs>
1: that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty badass. I mean, imagine. Well, but these were unused, right? They were still in the in yeah the exactly. Oh, but that's so sad. They've been like in, they've been in there for all this time. Yeah, your entire one, life.
0: Still got uh, one here that's on like unopened. Yeah. In the silencer. Yeah. <clears throat> But, I mean, th- these models were meant to be played with. And this is yeah. also the the best thing, that they're led by Colonel Schaefer. And Colonel Schaefer used to come with Colonel Schaefer's and the Last Chancers. Yeah, yeah. So these are his cool. new Last Chancers. Th- this is their last chance glory <laughs> to play in Shadow War. 2nd Last Chancers. These chances. models never been used otherwise. Like, yeah. how would they end up just, like, in some collector's case and, like, People looked at him, oh, that's cool. He got small models. Yeah. They will never be used in <laughs> the four the year old version.
3: <gasps> no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm super excited with, about playing with these guys. Are you going to name them? Do you have? Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: You should write it on the base or something. I keep it in my head. I only have I... seven models or so something. Be hard. <laughs> so is it still points-based or how do you decide how many, many models you can have in your squad and stuff?
0: Yeah, it's point-based. So okay. you, you buy like a guardsman for uh, one veteran guardsman is 60 points. You okay. A thousand points. So there's 60 points and then you have to buy a last gun for 25 points. Yeah. Buy a clip harness for five, like 10 points so you, like, they won't fall down if they get shot on a railing or something. Oh, That's cool. And uh, like uh, weapon reload because when you fire
3: mm-hmm.
0: when you, If you roll six to hit then you have to roll 2d6 and pass like an, an ammo roll to see if you run out of ammo Yeah, uh, but if you buy like extra ammo you can reroll roll that <laughs> uh, But last guns have really low Like, re- like ammo roll value because last guns are like the most reliable weapon in the galaxy Yeah, always been marketed as that in all editions because you can you can you can put it in a fire and it will recharge the battery and then you can start firing with it again. What really? Yeah. Doesn't it run
1: on like sun energy or
0: I don't know? No, it's just a power pack. Uh, It runs. uh, Yeah, it converts heat to to laser or whatever. Like you can (laughs) you can recharge it in like pretty much any way possible. Just put it in the sun. Put it in some close to a fire. It's Probably gonna get damaged after a while, but or just recharge it with anything. That, that's why okay, so. there's the most reliable weapon in the galaxy. <laughs> that's why the guardsmen have it. You just sit on it for a while. And it... <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it's not the best weapon in the galaxy. No. But it's it's like an AK-47. Yeah, yeah. Like... You,
1: you dig it down, and you dig it back up again, and it's, it still works. Yeah.
0: Just dust it off. <laughs> Unlimited ammo. So that's what... It's got a 3-up uh, ammo roll. Yeah. 2D6, so... You're only gonna fail it with a double one okay
1: but is it um uh so the point system is it like scaled up then so like you said a thousand points and that's like kind of like a hundred points in a normal game or
0: yeah pretty much and mm-hmm. uh, so this is basically the old necromanda slash Gorkamorka slash uh, second edition i guess yeah I think they use the system maybe know the first I don't know i didn't play back then but it's the old system before yeah.
3: third edition. And before the start of time
0: are talk about uh, different editions
1: yeah because
0: so i wanted to talk about this and this is going to tie in like throughout the episode that we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, so like back then you used to have these these few models and then you used to put this little group together and then you played like and it was way more focused on narrative like in road trader you had a game master as well control yeah. missions yeah and you just had a small small amount of models and it was kind of complicated to resolve everything uh so that's we had a few models but then eventually as always people were like hmm what if we could play bigger what if we could add <laughs> stuff that would yeah be cooler yeah so these expanded it and then uh standing more and more stuff like these guys, you used to buy blisters of just a few models, and that would be like a big addition to your army. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go to the store and buy like a a plasma space marine guy, and then I can add him to my space marines. And then like, like that would be like a, a way bigger change than now. Yeah. Um, and then like these auto cannons, like I can't. You, you can use auto cannons in Shadow War, so I think they must come like in. I don't know. When they come came out but that you could actually use guns And then i've seen the book like vehicle supplement that, that that's when i started bringing vehicles and there's like a bike in the front so had to add <laughs> rules to, and then they added more and more rules to for more stuff
1: yeah uh, and then, was that when you could do like drive-bys with like bikes and shit and, like do a skid move like you turn it sideways or
0: most probably i think yeah. they moved um <laughs> uh, the they moved like you have to pivot them and that took move as well maybe that was even into like third and fourth edition yeah so anyway they expanded and then like people just wanted more and more models so they had to make it more simple because it just took more time to resolve everything oh yeah so gonna shoot against that and then it's gonna strike and then you have to roll first like who wins and then another roll and then they just baked it into less rolls and then that's how we got third edition uh-huh and, Third edition is basically the father of all modern editions.
1: Was that the big difference, that you you think, from second to third? They changed a lot of things.
3: Uh, Mm -hmm.
0: First of all, they changed... That's when they they introduced the uh, binary saves. That either Mm -hmm. you had a save or you didn't have a save. Okay. So before that, they had this thing where you you had modifiers for your armor as yeah. in like old fantasy. Yeah. So strength and armor penetration reduce your armor save. Yeah. And that's pretty much what you're going to get back in the new edition of 40k. Mm-hmm. People have like, there's this uh, elder player, Mike Club, that he's been playing for a long, long time. Like mm-hmm. when people were playing Shadow War at the club, I asked him, like, hey, have you tried this game? And he was like, yeah, in 1995. What? <laughs> because it's basically the same game. Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah, like all these armor fires, more complicated rule and rules and like more complicated war gear. I was looking in a war gear book at our club. You had like these hallucinogenic drugs grenades and <laughs> plant eater grenades for a missile launcher. Yeah. You could buy. It. So you could just buy this missile that if you shot at a, a bush or something, then like the bush died and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> just these crazy things.
1: Oh, because uh, so, you could remove terrain with it, or yeah, ah, uh,
0: and God. then like, you, just, you just get more streamlined to be able to play bigger games,
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: and that's how it kind of changed as well. Because before you used like bought these individual models, and it would make a really big impact on your army. Mm-hmm. And third edition is when started, like, the scale changed a bit. That mm-hmm. instead of just having like two squads or something like yeah. two three squads with like, like a character, maybe a Dreadnought. Uh, you started building bigger armies and more tanks. And from then on, it's just like been growing and
1: growing. Yeah.
0: Bigger but, monsters,
1: like, bigger tanks, apocalypse.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't know if this is just, it was just because like I was smaller and uh, this is how I experienced the, the game like starting the game or if it, this was a general thing over editions I didn't, again, in third edition and fourth edition, at least me, I was just like buying random models and just adding them to my army and just like alright, this will probably work, this will maybe work, I don't yeah. know, and then just play uh, but in, it felt like in the end of fourth and especially in fifth, like army composition became a lot more uh, important somehow. Yeah, like the entire army needs to work together. Yeah,
1: and, and also like the, the boring part about like, oh, uh, should I buy this model which looks really cool? Nah, it, it doesn't have good rules enough, or you know, it's it won't work with the rest of my army, so I guess I won't. Yeah, but that's that's kind of sad in a way. So I felt more
0: that before it was just like a what I would like to call a pick and mix army mm-hmm. that used like bought these things and. It, like building lists back then was a lot more complicated as well. Because, yeah, okay. like the Space Marine squad uh just said, like, a, a sergeant was maybe 16 points or maybe 17, and or maybe it was, like, plus 3. So a Marine was 16 points or 15. Yeah. And then a sergeant was plus 3 to that. And then each okay. squad was 1 to 10 models. And then uh, two guys could buy weapons from the special weapons uh, list. And the sergeant could buy stuff from the like character list i guess we're close ah, yeah and then you had to buy grenades one point per model for frag grenades and two point per model for crack grenades Whoa. and yeah the squad was one to ten so you had to like buy all right so first i gotta buy uh, let's say six guys so 60 points and i want to upgrade one to a sergeant so plus three points and then six grenades plus six points mm-hmm. and then plus crack grenades plus 12 points and then <sighs> i have to go this other page in the book and look at the special weapons. Alright, I want a flamer <laughs> and a plasma gun. So a plasma gun is uh, 7 points and a flamer is 5 points. Hmm. And then this guy wants an axe that's maybe 8 points. So it's a, like
1: a lot more complicated to build an army. Yeah, yeah, it sounds <laughs> just to remember all that. like, uh... But I guess on the other hand, you could also be much more uh, specialized. Like, uh, I only want, you know, this squad is a special squad for demolition. They will have the or
0: Yeah, uh, but just comparing that to how fifth edition was, because fifth edition was really streamlining everything. Mm-hmm. The space marine codex and fifth was that was kind of when they started like the guards and the space marine codex. That's when they started this newer approach to Codexes. where everything was on the units, all the upgrades. Oh so, yeah, from. The... Okay. started just a space marine squad was 90 points for five guys and 16 points for each guy above that to 10 and then you had all the options already there so a sergeant could buy a power face power sword thousand pistol all that like it, changed, <laughs> and it said like you can change your blah 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 for and or yeah. and so that's kind of the the modern way
1: of list building or well, which or. makes sense in a way right for bigger battles it's like well, you shouldn't have squads of just two dudes, and some squads of seven. Yeah, it's, it's a lot less complicated. Like I, the thing
0: I like the most is just that the options are already there on the unit, and yeah, like not that the, you have like an entire page just for special weapons, and then you gotta go back and like, okay, so what exactly does it say? Like, what can I take? Yeah, and like some, like a. I remember my guards back in fourth edition. Oh, I love that codex, by the way. It's the best <laughs> guard codex. Uh, but then you had, like, three kinds of uh, officers for your HQ. Like a junior officer, senior officer, and a heroic senior officer. Okay. And they could take different items from the, like, personal war gear list. And then it could take, like, all these weird items, like a uh, like personal, uh, what's it called? Like, just a personal item. I don't remember what it's mm-hmm. called, but, like. And it said Like an, an heir, system, heirloom could, or something. Yeah, and they said like this could be like a a cigar or like a parrot or whatever you something that your character has with him all the time, <laughs> and give like a I don't know just some really small bonus. This, yeah, like all these small flavor things. And then Charisma they, bonus. And, yeah, and then they kind of streamlined that in fifth. And yeah, they really streamlined pretty much everything in fifth. So the, all the items were. Much generic, and they were all there from the get-go.
1: Yeah, so it took away some of the soul, maybe in one way, or do you think? Yeah, it kind of took away the way of customizing your units,
0: because yeah. I, I think at the same time, that's when like the whole countass wave started as well, because everything mm-hmm. was generic, and they removed a lot of the special, uh, the special uh, kind of different. Units or uh, and like different regiments and different chapters were streamlined mm-hmm. into one big thing. So mm-hmm. when I played back then, my arenas didn't even have any special rules. They no, I know. Generic space marines. Yeah. And then I had like, you had to add chapter mas- masters to give the entire army a special rule. Yeah. So like if you played Imperial Fist, you could take uh, whatever his name was. Lysander or something. Yeah, Lysander. So, like the entire army got stubborn, and that's yeah. you represented that you played Imperial Fists is like a yeah. an army-wide stubborn because of the special characters. You could only use, like play your own chapter if you had that, named character. Hmm. Um, that, yeah, that name character. Right, it's a bit strange. So that's and it said in the book as well. Like, you can use this character as a counter. So, if you have a unit like a, a model that's uh, it's got the same equipment, you can call him something else and you just use these rules. And that uh, kind of yeah. turned off the, the the older players, I remember. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, how can you use a special character to send the, in the story and just call in something else and just use these rules because they're better? Yeah. kind of bullshit. It's
1: like I mean, maybe really you stuff. could use it in some cases to, like, represent something that wasn't there. Like, oh, I play this successor chapter of the Imperial Fists and they should have the same rules. But they don't have yeah. this guy, or mm-hmm. I don't know. But that everyone is playing like
0: Lysander because he's just better. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> and like everyone used to play the Salamander's character because then your entire army got like Twin Link Meltas. Ah. But you just used use him for the buff. And it was the thing like you used built your army in a special way. And this is uh, like further into army composition because that became harder in 5th edition, I remember as well. Because mm-hmm. like you had these. That's when, like, these these builds became a thing. Like oh. Before, you used to have, like, different armies. And, oh, that's Dave's army. Or that that's that guy's army. And he has, like, a bunch of different random things. And I don't know. Uh, but in 5th, I, I felt at least that it kind of became more of a thing of just lists that are good. Yeah. Part of this fault is that the internet was, became a bigger thing. <laughs> Like, during this thing, I mean, the internet ex- existed, but, like, around 2006 or 2007, So around that time, like, forums yeah. became more of a thing. Yeah, yeah. More people visited the internet, and Bell of Lost Souls became more of a big thing, so people just went, checked there, and they saw, like, I remember this fucking headline with guards leaf blower list. I remember <laughs> this this whole thing about the, the leaf blower list, and that yeah. came down. It was fucking groundbreaking in the world of forty k, because the leaf blower was this ultimate army build with the imperial guard. We just took like cheap ass chimeras and used everything that was good, and it was. And then, I got these chimeras that were just standing in the way, and then you had guys inside of them shooting out because they had like five fire points, and then behind. Ah, so you could have some cool thing, yeah, yeah. And then you had like a, a manticore. It was like strength ten, AP four, D three, large blasts. Yeah, and it was called the leaf blower because you just blew the opponent off the table. <laughs> you, just, you had so much shooting and durability from the Camerar. He's standing in a wall. He's giving cover saves to the good units behind. He's shooting themselves because they had a multi laser and heavy bolters. You just blew shade away, and then he yeah. just like swept the table. And it, it worked against like everything. So it's just okay. This is the best build in the game right now. So, oh. And so, that's like, the that, that that tipping point for me. Like, why when play you it? Had these, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the tipping point for me when you had these bills that were just so good that you, you can't You will never
3: lose. It.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of the same time that I started going to tournaments and comp became a thing. Comp? That, like if you, Yeah. So yeah, if you have an army and then you compare it to another army and then you can clearly see that, that one army is way better than another one, yeah, then you you add comp points so that one is higher ranked than the other one.
3: And okay, then you,
0: you play your game and then you add the comp difference into those points.
1: Oh, wait, is, so so to balance it like a handicap or something,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Oh. Added handicaps
0: to these games, so yeah, it's just totally crazy that you have to just add this list because you. you, you <laughs> You see that like one army is just way, way better than another one. And it will. Yeah. But yeah. since you have this huge handicap because you're playing a way worse army, then like, you're, you might get some points anyway. Or you might even lose badly on the battlefield. But because
1: of the comp, you're going to win anyway. Yeah. Well, you will probably lose, right? But, and you just have to lose uh, good. Less.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you might win. Yeah. Totally crazy. So that that's the card leaf blower and then, like, kind of, it kind of spread to other Taudar, armies. and then, Taudar. <laughs> yeah, well, before that, in 5th edition, you had, like, like, I was talking about the Space Marine Army. You had different builds for Space Marine Army that worked, and then you had this shit that didn't work. So, like, a pretty uh, uh, standard Space Marine Army actually worked pretty well. But yep. then you had, like, the, like, Drop Pod Assault. Then you pretty much had to play with the Salamander character, because then you got Twin Link and all your meltas. But oh, yeah. so that's like the only version, version that existed. I never saw a dropout army that wasn't uh, like... Salamanders. <laughs> and then the Space Wolf Codex came, I remember. And that changed things around a lot. Because they were like Marines, but just way better. <laughs> and, uh,
1: uh, like, more they, Wolves.
0: <laughs> their guys had like more attacks. And they had counterattack. And they had cube senses And they, like you could have lesser of them. And they had a bunch of bonuses. And the big thing about them that was that their heavy weapon squads, their missile launchers were five points cheaper than Space Marine ones.
3: What? So Makes no people, sense.
0: Yeah, well, so people were like, all right, so this unit is way better than that thing. Then I got to play this army, <laughs> as opposed to the other Space Marine army, because this is cheaper. And people were already, like, proxying, or not proxying, but, like, using as Like, yeah, these are my... Uh, Iron Hands, but I'm using these rules because uh, I want to represent this thing because they don't have any rules of their own,
2: yeah.
0: and people were fine with that. But then it kind of became silly when, like, I was facing a Dark Angel's army that was using the Space Wolf rules, <laughs> and I was like, okay, why are you doing this though? Like, yeah, I want to use these Countess Thunderwolves, So was, like these Dark Angel knights riding some monstrous creature things, and, like. How? How? Like, what is this even? What am I playing against? And it was obviously like he was just using it because these rules are better, and yeah. you got cheaper missile launchers, and your your basic guys are better, and you got these crazy units that space marines don't have. Well, the because.
1: wolves, I mean, I mean beasts of Caliban, you know, it's these <laughs>
0: yeah. great so beasts. You just, like, and that that is pretty common that you use use better rules for your guys because you didn't have rules, or you had rules, but they were just shittier, like the Dark Elves, yeah. Their rules were pretty <laughs> shitty, because they, they just came, I don't know if they came at the end of 4th edition or at the beginning of 5th edition back then, so, like, why not just use better rules for stuff that's practically the same? Yeah. So that, that was pretty lame. I remember <laughs> back then, though, that uh, when I was playing 5th edition, that heresy was actually a really, really small thing back then. Oh, yeah.
1: When, when did the guy start you know like templars crusade you know that youtube channel templars uh, I, crusade Zero 01 it's like some dudes who you know before heresy had rules they made their own rules so they i think they played everything from Olinor to the empress palace basically like, oh, right. I, I think so i think yeah Sorry, you can find it that. find it on youtube and they were converting you know all the primarchs and it was <laughs> really cool uh,
0: yes i remember the, this guy uh, on Battle of Souls that had, like, a Death Guard army. Uh-huh. Like, like, entire converted 30k Death Guard army. Yeah. That was, like, one of the cooler things in 30k. I remember, like, Googling. Because, I like, I wanted to start 30k army back then and convert an army. Mm-hmm. It never really happened. I remember Googling, like, all legions. And then, like, Googling, like, Iron Hands 30k to get, like, see some converted stuff. Because, yeah. like, nothing... 30k really existed, so you just had to hope that someone had made something before. Yeah. Maybe get some ideas. So, so did you find? F- did mad. you find anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people that did all kinds of 30k armies back then. Yeah. There were only like five, like online, of Iron Hands. So you just had to like go through them all and get some inspiration. <laughs> and and but back then uh, you were you were also, you were also thinking about like what what, what rules would I use for these. To represent oh, yeah. the, the heresies, so you could use them in 40k as well. So people were playing like 30k converted armies in 40k tournaments, mm-hmm. He's using rules for as?
1: <clears throat> then in, in in that's in a better way. Then I mean, like yeah, to get the best rules, maybe, but try to. Yeah, but it was Re- very course. common to use
0: count as. <laughs> um. So yeah. And that's pretty much when I left 5th edition. When You're became... like, oh, fuck this. I'm yeah, too much of that. And you... then you really started to notice the code creep. Like everything just became way better. Like the tipping point, really, for me was fucking Grey Knights. Oh, yeah. That just had like these crazy things, and the models just became. All right. I mean, I know that some people like the, the Mecha Grey Knights. I
1: do not like the Mecha Grey Knights. Oh, you, the, the Dread Knight thing, the, yeah. the baby carrier.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the fucking background just became more and more ridiculous. Like everyone was superhuman. Or, I mean, they are superhuman, but yeah. like everyone is the greatest thing ever. So the best slice of bread. <laughs> and it kind of started in Space Marine Codex with Matt Ward writing it. And uh, it kind of lost the grim darkness and it became more streamlined and yeah. kind of lost. The reason why I actually play this. Uh, I just lost character a bit. Mm. So that's when I quit and uh, came back during the heresy. when The golden days back. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but now they're threatening to take it away. Haven't you heard? The 8th edition. Uh But uh, that's okay. So that's that's why you're happy about the 8th because you, you think it's gonna bring back the good days maybe. Oh, should, yeah, just like what are
0: they gonna change in eight that people are so afraid of? I think, like, the thing that people are complaining about is that the thing is that, and I agree with, is that the Horus Heresy doesn't really need an update because it's a yeah. functioning system and yeah. everyone's having a good time with it. So that's the thing, but I do like the improvements that they've been talking about in eight. So, I mean, it would be a bonus. In a- it's not like we changed editions seven times before. And no, that's true. <laughs> here. Uh, but I mean, 40K really needs an update. Because yep, yep. they need a hard reset because nothing is balanced. That's why they have like comp system. And uh, you know, what I've been doing lately is well, I went back uh, home, back to my hometown, and mm-hmm. visited the game club I used to go to.
2: <laughs>
0: and there were these guys playing 40K, so I just came there and watch. Yeah. Um, and one guy was playing corn berserkers, uh, with some kind of crazy formation, let them run 2d6 before the game starts. Whoa. Uh, so you can get a first turn charge. He was playing against dark elder. Yeah. And he ran really far with one of these units with Karn and like, a prey, not a prey, uh, castle Lord, like a demon axe and corn berserkers. And he ran across the table and got a first turn charge. Whoa. Dark Eller, but is that even he, allowed?
2: I guess yeah. with that.
0: Apparently. <laughs> and uh, uh, he got totally annihilated in close combat against Dark Eller. <laughs> fucking insane. Like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah. Something's wrong with it. I mean, Corn Berserker should be the best. Yeah, and Corn Berserkers, they have
0: one attack in FortiGate. What the fuck is going on? Are they supposed to be like madmen? They're super good in close combat. Yeah,
1: no, nope. they it's lost just, it. It's crazy. That's uh, it's because they're 10,000 years old, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're old and men. It, but the thing is that because the, they were playing comp like in a, just a friendly club game, <clears throat> and uh, the Dark Elder player had such higher comp that I think he won like 20 0. But since the comp difference was so big, he only yeah. won with like 11.9 or something. Okay. But
1: I've never heard about this comp thing, though. I,
0: whenever I played that, no one's
1: ever done that. Uh... You no,
0: know, it's really common in 40k. Like every 40k tournament uses it. Okay. I remember I when I, I used to play 40k done. tournaments, you only had like a certain limit that you had to be within, but then it didn't really make a difference when you played. So okay. you couldn't bring the harsh, harshest shit. But then yeah. like some, some people have to sit and just decide what's good and not. And sometimes it's, yes. <laughs> it's not un- <clears throat> very accurate. Remember once when we went to Gothcon, this guy I was going with played Crude Mercenaries. And they had like Ooh. fan-made codex. But it was really, really shit. But they have like comp that dependent on the list and they gave him like really bad comp. So like even <laughs> though he lost horribly in most games, he got even more press down, but just because he had a high comp because they gave him to, him. like.
1: That's- <laughs> <laughs> but who? I mean, it's not the Games Workshop that sets the comp, or no?
0: I think the Americans had like the. I think that that's part of the ITC. They do the comp, and I remember remember that the Swedish forty K scene had their own comp. Okay.
2: <clears throat> I don't know
0: what they do these days. Maybe
1: they have an international one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, don't care.
1: International True. compro. Nobody was always like, "Oh, now this uh, faction is gonna get get a new codex." Oh shit! And then they were the hottest someday. And you know, I guess also, I mean, to sell things for games workshop, right? It's like, yeah. uh, this new model will uh, release. and if if that model doesn't have good rules, people didn't buy it because, yeah. I mean, even it's if like it had fashion. a shit shit hot uh, model, it's, it's like fashion
0: seasons. Excuse, yeah, to bring out the spring line, and then. People have to buy them to be, to be hip or to have the, the, the best army at the time.
1: Yeah. And
0: then you just have to change up. Oh, that's this codex weird. is cool.
1: okay,
2: okay. Yeah. Go. But
0: you, you can understand it from a business viewpoint that you have to sell stuff constantly yeah. to yeah. be like <clears throat> uh, a successful, successful company. So that's yeah. why you have to bring out new stuff and make people buy it.
1: Yeah. But... I mean, let's, let's face it, it's probably a limited amount of uh, war gaming. Players around the world. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. probably not that big. I mean, compared to say, playing people playing video games, it must be a lot smaller, right? Yeah, uh, I guess. And uh, and I mean, yeah. If you have an army, you can pretty. I mean, you can complete an army. Like you have your iron, iron hands, and they're pretty. I mean, you don't really want to add stuff to that now, I guess, right? No. I mean, it's like really. it's pretty. It's pretty complete. So they won't. That's like they lost a customer unless they can get you to buy something else
0: yeah like yeah, so that's how definitely a valid company viewpoint but it kind of ruins the game a bit yeah uh, but I mean the it's whatever you fucking make it like if you if you got just a, a good buddy that you want to play with and then you mm-hmm. both agree like let's play these armies because they match each other and they're like, comparatively, pl- they play good against each other and it's just not gonna be a dick smash fest. With one side yeah. and winning every time. And, but that's kind of hard when you're in a club and then there's just some douchebag that always brings the best things to each tournament. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> well, there's always people that really
0: want to win. I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. That's like such a good thing. And I don't know how this even started with the Heresy that we don't have tournaments. Like, no one fucking cares who wins or who smashes the most decks. It's just yeah, have a good time and play. And uh, it's just totally different with the forty k scene because it's just a different culture. Because they always try and find the best things all the time. Mm. Like this is the way the way it works. Uh, like uh, I was talking about Shadow War. When uh, yeah. I went to the club and we were playing Shadow War, and then we were talking and we were saying like, yeah, well, this is the best. Like this this faction is worse than that one and this upgrade is better than that that one and this is better than that. And this what is the, the fuck? And like you guys, you just got this game. Like don't pick it apart. <laughs> Fucking have fun with it. Like I'm I'm playing because it's a cool thing. Like yeah. I haven't looked anything at like what what's good and what's not. And you just like pick cool models together and play with like your characters. Yeah. Have you just Can to take like some generic models because they're the best? It
1: ru- ruins the game. Yes. I mean, that that takes it so far away from the original, as you talked about in the beginning. Like when it's basically almost a role-playing game, and it's yeah. all about the narrative. Uh, yeah, and, and that, I feel a bit like I, I mean I, I totally agree with what you say about like yeah, uh, 30k has a I love that it's not really a tournament, uh, in the sense. I mean it's yeah people people play games and it's one side against the other and usually one side wins so you still have a little bit of that winning but it's not that important to win um no not it's not like one player is gets a big trophy for winning the most usually uh but do you do you agree i, I, I felt like the uh, the term narrative this is a narrative event that that's been used a lot because i mean yeah, how yeah, narrative how narrative are the events it, i mean yeah. and that's not to... i i don't I don't want to break anyone's balls because all the events I've gone to in thirty k are awesome and i mean yeah. you know saying it's a narrative event and it's it's at least not a tournament based like people don't you know only
0: play yeah. to yeah. win but the the, the, the to, thing to... about narrative events that they're saying like this is a narrative event, but the thing that kind of ruins it for me is when they have like the same missions on like all the tables stuff like yeah. that where like and, or you, you don't really have a point of the mission that you're just like, all right, we're playing this mission. And, I mean, depending on who wins, it changes the narrative. But just, like, you
1: want the battle itself to be a narrative point. Yeah, then, it's like, oh, this is the invasion. This is the planet rock. Okay, that, yeah. oh, that explains but, why this side is attacking.
0: Or... But that's hard when you don't really know what armies are playing and you don't know the background of their army. Like, yeah. you're trying to match that up. Yeah, so I think and you have is, 20 is, players or something. It's really t- tough. Yeah, I think uh, we might be having an event here in uh, September, actually. Okay, cool. So we're probably going to have this convention, a uh, game convention. So I think we could scooch in, in there. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was thinking then of having tables with different missions on them. Yeah. Um, like this, they probably won't be balanced, but they will be characterful, and that's the, the only thing I care about. If anyone cares about something else, then you can just suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just, have these, just have these tables uh, like built up around a scenario. So maybe you have like a palace and then you have to get the, the imperial governor or something like that. Save the princess. Ass- yeah. Just assign different armies to different missions. Yeah, uh, Like, alright, so someone needs to go and like make take the the landing zone and make an like an orbital assault, and what army should we use for that, and what unit army should we use for uh like take the governor or do whatever mission like a, an urban assault yeah, just have to decide like an army that fits that fits for that mission, and I think that will give it a lot more narrative during the actual game yeah, I like that I like and that a lot generic missions yeah That's um. True so yeah yeah because i mean it
1: takes a a lot of work for a game master to try to if you have an event with 20 people how do you make it really narrative because i mean
3: yeah you know you would
1: feel like there should be some real narrative like oh now this guy actually lost uh, this city and that means that blah 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 happens or i mean and there's so many possibilities because you have to you have to Think in advance, like, okay, if he wins there, what happens then? Does this happen? Does that affect anything?
2: Or, yeah,
0: I think for this event as well, since the the traders won the last time here in Scaraburg, yeah, that the it will be the loyalists assaulting the like the mega city of Scaraburg. Ah, yeah, but that makes sense, yeah. So, I think I'm gonna make like the only traders can take fortifications
1: for one thing, yeah, and
0: then most of the missions will be the loyalists attacking the traders, like that. It's kind of cool because,
1: it, in general, it feels like usually the traders are like always oh, attacking the loyalists.
0: Yeah, I think. So that's the thing as well, tying into like old and new editions. Yeah, is that uh, in 40k the armies just became bigger and bigger, and people focused a lot of army composition and like gaming in general,
3: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of gaming. And that's the thing, like when when it's changed over from fourth to fifth, a lot of like. All players in my club at least switched over to uh Warmer hearts because they felt like, probably, this is what I think is that they felt like the game yeah. tried to be more gamey, but it didn't really do a good job of it because, like, that's why I fucking comp because it's not a balanced like, something <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's like, a... it's not yeah, meant it's... to be played like that, but people yeah. who still try and uh, play it like that and that people start complaining that this isn't balanced that this isn't working as a tournament game it's not fucking meant to be a tournament game like no, no don't sure. fit into what it's not uh and that's when a lot of people change over to Worm Wars because Worm Wars is a really really gamey game okay like it's really precise measurements and if you do this thing then this will happen it's like really uh, made for hardcore tournaments.
2: Okay, it's
1: like,
0: cool. It's like, it's just, it just builds on really strong combos. I haven't played it myself because the models are fucking dog shit. It's so hard. <laughs> like the most ugly models ever.
1: I fucking <laughs> hate them so much.
0: But maybe uh, you could
1: play that with the uh, Games Workshop
0: models. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't really want a gaming game either.
1: No, no, and I agree with that. Like, it's, the, it's the, the fun. The most fun games are when you're with friends and you make a completely custom scenario. And yeah. Something like, oh, shit, you have, to, you have two dudes each and you have to run away from this carnifex and you have, you know, six turns to survive. I would, yeah. I would love playing that. I mean... <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the, the
0: thing with the game. It, like, it's the most important thing with game design is yeah. that, like, you, you like playing the game, like the actual yeah. game. <laughs> Uh, not just the end result, you win or lose? Like, everything in the game needs to feel right. Like, whatever you yeah. do, whatever happens on the table, it needs to feel right. And that's kind of where the thing they lost in in 40k. For example, corn circus charging into Dark Eldar and losing. Like, yep. That doesn't make any sense and ruins, like, the entire immersion. Or, yeah. like, when, if you use deploy stuff on a table, and whatever you do, whatever decision you make, the Eldar player is going to swoop up with the jet bikes and blow a unit away, you're, you're not going to be able to stop it. And that's like no fun. It doesn't okay. make any sense. Like, if then, then you're thinking like, these guys should be able to take cover somewhere or just prevent annihilation from happening some, somehow. Yeah. But just like when shit feels wrong, then that just ruins the game.
1: I had the same thing with like, I, I was fighting Grey Knights and I think I was playing Imperial Guard. Uh, and you know they had these uh, teleportation dudes who were like, ah, yeah, one turn they can move thirty inches, and then they have flamers. So it's like, okay, so first turn something is gonna get flamed, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the entire deployment is, is then just based on how can I spread my dudes out, how because I, <laughs> I and you I couldn't avoid it. It was like, okay, something is gonna get killed, so I'll just have to put these dudes in front so they they take the hit, or uh, yeah, maybe that's why you should have a. Yeah, sometimes I think we talked about this. Like, and you said, yeah, uh, a six by eight, or like a bigger board. Yeah. So you don't get a first turn charge. You don't. Everything shouldn't be able to fire. Maybe the first turn. I mean, then you have this slow build up of like you would have tanks moving along flank, maybe shooting a bit, but it's like, oh wait, he's going around there, and you actually turn around, and it's like, so so it's kind of this, you know.
0: Also also talking about. Talking about. The new addition changes yeah like when you're firing certain weapons at certain things it doesn't really make a difference with the like binary system and that also ruins the feeling for me a bit like when you're firing uh, a ballot cannon at a 10 man squad of uh, space marines yeah it's the exact same thing as firing at 10 gods like it, it doesn't make any difference that
1: they're tougher or that they got power armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: You're still going to wound them on two up and just pick them off the board.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, and, I, and also, like, in the more extremes, like, uh, yeah, shooting a heavy bolter or a bolter at something that has uh, three up armor save, it's like, well, it's the same save. Doesn't yeah. Really or I mean, you okay. a power sword
0: against the
1: Terminator armor.
0: Yeah. Like, any difference. <laughs> it's Might as well be yeah, it's, it's just, just as
1: bad as a chainsword. It's
0: like, yeah. <laughs> or stick
1: yeah <laughs> basic close combat weapon so yeah I, I agree some of the things I look forward to seeing
0: game uh... changes that make you make it feel more real I know we're like superhumans fighting like aliens in space but you still need some realistic feeling to it yeah yeah for sure and that's the thing like that's the whole thing with 30k and forge world in general when they're writing their books because it really feels like a real conflict uh, yeah. With, like, just statistics and numbers and shit, like supply status of different units. And yeah. <laughs> they deployed these units here and then they moved over there. And you just get a, like, a, an overarching view of the entire thing. And it feels real. And then when you play the game, it also feels real because the thing that's happening is like they make sense. Like, mm-hmm. when you fire this anti tank weapon at this thing, then this happens. Just not like bullshit fast to 40k where. Or- just get beaten by a dark color. <laughs> just
1: club them down and close combat.
0: Just make, make the game feel a bit better and that's the thing like it's kind of hard with the 28 millimeter scale, I think, because mm-hmm. it's originally meant to be a skirmish scale. Yeah, yeah. So you had like these 10 dudes, and then you walk around and do things and like combat is supposed to be complicated because because it's supposed to take time because each character She's, she shouldn't be taken off the board. That's what I, like the difference between doing Katachans in shadow war and doing Katachans in militia in 30k. Yeah, that would just be these massive blobs that they just, like, pick off the table or massive guns shoot them off. <laughs> yeah,
1: imagine how sad it would be if you had like your super custom squad of like six dudes and like yeah, this is <laughs> it's
3: also like this is ask. Gary. Yeah, this is
1: John and this is oh, they died. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> the, the, the typhoon fired at me, and now Jerry, Annette, yeah. Bridget,
0: well, Anders. I kind of like that with 30k that it's more faceless and it's more just focused on the warfare itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I used to have like these land raiders and this Titan squad, and they're just Titan squad, wherever, no one cares. It's just it's part of this grinding warfare. So, I so you think, think they, you should play more Shadow War? <laughs> well, they got the scale really good in 30k. And they got the scale really good in Shadow War. The yeah. scale in 40k is still fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the way units plays. Yeah. Uh, but, like, in 30k, I really think that 8x6 is a good way to play it. But then you really need to think about your army, how you build it. Because, like, foot-slogging units is a no-go. So not just, it's not just going to work. Yeah, yeah, that's if a bit plan- sad. If you plan to have a Texas squad just walking across, it's not going to work. It doesn't even work in regular 30k.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, like, at least according to me.
1: Yeah, no, I guess, and that's why people started playing Centurion mode kind of, because you you want to have that. The foot-slogging. Yeah. And that's really cool, so- and that's like a third edition kind of gaming. Yeah.
0: Because then you can just put some foot-slogging guys on the table, but then it gets get more and more centered around fast-moving units and Everything was in Rhinos. Everything was in Rhinos 5th edition. Everything <laughs> had a transport. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to... Uh, we're still on uh, the, the intro of what we've been doing. But
1: it <laughs> this it is takes into everything
0: that I wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, this is the all-in-one episode. Everything's into one.
0: <laughs> we've already been talking in an hour. All right, yeah. this is
1: good stuff, so let's keep talking.
0: Yeah, so, fuck's uh, <laughs> uh This weekend, I went up. Back to my hometown and on my way back i stopped by in orebro uh-huh Örebro. A bro a uh, so jens was having an event i came a bit late because i needed to sort some stuff
1: <gasps> I left. that sounds shady like killing some people
0: <laughs> getting some drugs
2: like
0: i love being back home though it's just so so good because it's like in the middle of sweden in the middle of fucking nowhere like yeah. there's not really anything there, but hills and woods and small roads where you can drive really, really, really fast. And There's <laughs> no, no cops. one there. Yeah, no fucking cops anywhere. Was this in so Fallen? Was... Yeah. Okay. So the I was year.
1: just driving the the on routes. small forest roads all the way there, and it was right. awesome. Doing drive-bys on moose and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> Going there's down. A, a, a the deer
0: mine. walked across the road once. That's it. <laughs> Holy fuck, nature. You're scary. Way better when I was driving to Norway once and like the whole road was just full of rain there. Whoa, that's. Get the of get away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was driving to visit some uh family down in the south of Sweden like last weekend. Uh right. and then I saw this um uh, I saw this sign like, "Oh, moose park." You know, you, you found those find those for Tourists oh, yeah. and stuff all over Sweden. Yeah, and I then... think it was me and Jens saw that when we were driving back from uh, the MK course. Yeah, maybe. But, but then I was like, oh, look, there's something over there. That's probably moose. No, what the fuck? That's, that's bison. Yeah. There were bison there? Oh, yeah. You must have been passing close by here because they have a bison farm.
0: some close okay. to, Somewhere close to shopping or something.
1: No, but wait. This was in the south of Sweden. This was in Scania. Scania. All right. Maybe there's have bison everywhere now. No, yeah, and that's the thing, because we were like, so we almost drove off. We're like, what the fuck was it? <laughs> you know, holy shit, And they, because they put them right next to this big intersection, you know. So, yeah, people driving by is like, whoa, that's cool. We have to go to the moose park and, and look at bison for some reason. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then on the way back, we take another road, and this was far, uh, you know, a, a completely different place. And I'm like, oh, look, there's some cows on that hill. Looks like Highland cattle or something. And i like, no, what the fuck? It's bison again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's some kind of are, are the Americans like sending bison over here for us to breed for them or something? It's yeah, some after
0: kind of after the, they, they depopulated the bison, now they're just spreading again and then probably they can't kill them because I bet they're still like an endangered species. So they can't kill them. Yeah. So instead of just having bison running across all over, they send them to Sweden. They're going to be, become like a,
1: they're going to escape and become like a plague here or something. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, the like bison. Like fucking wild
0: boars. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. They're a play. Damn it!
0: <laughs> fucking Europeans,
1: keep your boards away from us. How yeah. Keep how,
0: how did they get across the fucking bridge from Denmark?
1: Apparently, they're pretty good swimmers, actually. So it's uh, <laughs> they swam, <laughs> swam across the Baltic. Yeah. yeah. Maybe across yeah, the Maybe across across the ice. Like. From Denmark, maybe. They, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the Swedes and, and Danes. Sweden and Danes. Yeah, across the <laughs> ice, motherfuckers. <laughs> never forget forgets okay. bang bang sorry kim <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah uh, but good, good uh, times good yeah
1: times. pigs uh but you were a rebro <laughs> yes so um
0: uh, was trying to get the, the local scene going yeah it's really good good work of him yeah so we we're playing like in the middle of a like in this fucking center of town crazy in this bookstore they have this okay. like old medieval basement Archways and shit, and they were playing war games down there, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there were six people, including me. Okay, uh, and when I got there, we're gonna play a three versus three. Yeah, and then, like when, when I was going up, I was like, mm, should I go to a club and get some tanks, or should I just use the inventory I have in my case? And like, I could put the Medusa and Immortals in the land Raider produce, and I was like, but nah, it's a thousand points and they're rookies, so I don't want to bring yeah. too harsh because. <laughs> like showed him a nice game and then, it, and then Noobs. probably they have used like a prosper box or a cat box so they have infantry and a dreadnought so I was like all right so I'll play infantry and a dreadnought as well so I take my infantry and morals tactical mm-hmm. squad uh, a dreadnought and then my five plasma bikes and I was like hmm this might be a bit harsh with a dreadnought and plasma bikes <laughs> uh, and then I got there and I was like holy shit this is not hard at all <laughs> so. They, they are not noobs. No. Uh, so, one guy, or like the, the two loyalists on my side, yeah. they had a pretty fine list. So, like them in had three Quad Mourners, uh, like, uh, Whirlwind Scorpius, and two Rhinos. And that's pretty much his list. Yeah. Um, and then there's another Iron Hands player, like two Rhinos, a Vindicator, uh, and two Dreadnoughts, like Box Dreads. So, he also had cool. a pretty chill list. And then on the other team, Jens had his uh, Night Lord Scout Company. Okay, so, but that's and that's also pretty nice, right? Not yeah, not two. Your... Yeah, yeah, two speeders and that, those were his vehicles. So it's a nice, easy going list. Yeah. And then uh, there was a world leader player who I think he bought Jens's whole stuff. So he had two title squads and five red butchers in a Spartan. Holy fuck. So the so, fucking Spartans in a thousand points is really no. hard to deal with. Especially when you have Zero anti-tank. I had two Malpeans <laughs> and Power Fist, Melt-a-Bomb, and my dreadnought, and that was my anti-tank.
1: Did he have know. like armored ceramite as well?
0: Uh, yeah. But <laughs> no flare shield though. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then there was an Imper player who was playing armored Breakthrough with four predators, a lightning strike fighter, and a fire raptor. Oh and a Damocles rhino.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> so uh, it's
0: so not fun. too tank heavy. Uh uh-uh. So, uh, like, how how the fuck am I supposed to deal with this? Yeah. So, we're playing at three versus three, and I just pretty much, I just deployed my shit. Like, I knew that there was no way, no <laughs> way that I could really we could win this. Yeah. I put on my Muslim mortals on one flank, my Contemptor on one side, then they got first turn, and he could, uh, and then they just rushed forward, and rushed forward with the Spartan, shot a bunch of stuff with the Predators, of course. Then, in the second turn, I... Like we fired our entire army at Spartan. Oh, was left with one whole point. Oh. Uh so I charged him with my contemptor and destroyed it.
1: Oh yeah, nice!
0: But then Red Butchers fell out and then the next turn, Red Butcher's assaulted shit and killed pretty much everything. Shit. Yes uh, and then their flyers came on and shot down my contemptor. Hmm. My and Molos failed in close combat against Yens' scouts. What? Yeah.
3: But they, were, they
0: They outnumbered me and tried to do a multi charge to be able to be stuck in close combat. Yeah. To work out. Oh, uh, and then uh, shit just died. Like, it, <laughs> it was game over turn two for me. It was a massacre. Yeah. And, like, you could see that from the beginning. And that's the thing, like, thousand points, that, that's the kind of point limit that you play in third edition. I remember like back then, 1,000 points was pre- a pretty high point limit. And yeah. it's like, gotten higher and higher. Like yeah. 1,500, that was like a, a big game. And then I remember it being switched over to 1,750. And yeah. now I think they play eighteen fifteen forty 40K. That's kind of the tournament size. So 1,000 points uh, was balanced back then. or yeah. like, That's how you build your armies around that. But in, in 30K, you build all your armies around like 2500. And that's what everything's balanced for. Yeah, it's very difficult to
1: balance it for. for yeah. Because, like, you could take a, a Predator for 200 points. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Or more. If you give him a jet bike, I think it's even more.
0: So, yeah, it was not really a balanced game. It was a fun game, though. Thanks, guys. Yeah? That's good. Uh, and it's good that they got the scene going. Yeah, and of course we lost the first game pretty hard, and then I played another game against just a world leader player. Yeah, Spartan. Uh, first turn, the Spartan killed my Contemptor, so uh, uh... <laughs> I didn't really have a chance to destroy Spartan after that, and then I lost. Oh fuck! <laughs> my my uh, bikes uh, shot and charged a tactical squad and killed it. Yeah, uh, with three guys remaining, then they tried and killed some Red Butchers, but tried uh, tried and failed horribly. Damn
1: it. But were they cool guys, cool dudes? Yeah. They're nice guys. We have a good good scene starting up there. Yeah. I think some of them
0: are coming to Lincoln as well. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, Yeah, it's a a good way to get it started. Uh, I still think that Corsair 3 really doesn't work at 1,000 points. You need to play the 2,500, and
1: then it's the most epic game ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, like the different, uh, you know, yeah, you can play Centurion, and you can play uh, maybe three thousand with some more tanks, or it's, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah,
0: and I don't know, like when thirty K started in Sweden, uh, I think that the Malma guys they they made like a slow girl, right? So they're, yeah, yeah. they're playing like a fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, uh, but I'm really glad that Freddie made Link on, which is like Canada event that started Heresy. Outside of Skona in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. That, that he set it to 2,500. Because yep. that has kind of set the tone for the rest of people playing Heresy. Like, what, what's the standard point limit? Imagine if yeah. you set it at uh, 1,500 uh, to be able to bring in more people or, or something. And then people yeah. just think that that's the standard size,
1: and it wouldn't have been such a good game. No, and I mean, like, how much is a Leviathan dreadnought, for example? Is that seven hundred points or something? No, it's not. It's not that much. It's less, right? The dreadnought, like, le- Leviathan, is that like four hundred? The the
0: Leviathan dreadnought. Yeah. I think it's like two hundred fifty.
1: What the fuck? It's Isn't way it? too cheap. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Imagine. You know, things like that can really make a 1,500 point game unbalanced. If you take off. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Spartans so, yeah. and uh, yeah, glad you did what you did, Freddie. Mm, mm, Setting mm. the bar high. And that's also the thing. Like, uh, I went up to my old game club and uh, watched the world leader play get his ass handed to him. And then I played against him a thousand point game. Uh, yeah, and I was going to use the same list with a dreadnought, and he was like, no. Like I can't handle a if it's got armor 13 because I don't have any anti tank. It's like, "Don't you have any meltamoms or anything?" Like, no. All right, I'll mm-hmm. take it out and put something else in. And okay. They charged me and I fucking died anyway.
1: What the hell? <laughs> Karn it and Lord
0: was, was just eating my stuff in close combat.
1: <laughs> it was a trap. You shouldn't have switched it out.
0: I I don't know how to make a thousand point game or like a list. I have no idea, no. like, what to think about. No. Like, I know how to make a composition of a two thousand five hundred. Yeah, that works. that's balanced, but a thousand points is just.
1: It feels like either it's gonna be way too hard or way too soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you you take the compulsory and the HQ, and that's like okay. Well, everyone will take these, and then then it's kind of like uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Like Rochambeau paper. Oh, yeah, scissors, You know, you just have to be lucky enough to take something that
0: <laughs> someone yeah, exactly can not deal with.
1: I'll just go all flyers.
0: In in the thirty k, hmm. you can't really make like that in those higher point levels because you're gonna have stuff to take care of most things anyway. Except for that time when I faced the Nightlord player and have multiple bombs and sergeant. It ah, yeah, it was an uphill battle for him.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, I guess you have to learn learn by your mistake. Uh, like, you, you have to learn the hard way.
0: <laughs> I, I got some. a pretty extremely made army as well, with like only higher armor value tanks. Yeah. And it can be hard for some people to deal with, but I, lo- I lose like 50% of my games, and yeah. I lose mostly to use well-balanced forces, actually. Mm-hmm. So people that try and make like a certain style of army, it's easier for me to beat. Don't really know why. Uh, alpha Legion, I can take care of really well. Oh yeah, have...
1: Mass Infantry is not, not not good against your army. <laughs> well, it's not that, it's just because of
0: the, the Alpha Strike thing. I bet I can take care of Dropouts as well, because I can
1: uh, put my
0: stuff in reserve really easily. With my oh ladders. yeah, yeah. It's a really sure way to get everything on on turn 2. That's true, that's true.
2: So uh, make, have you
0: make f- build your armies differently in 3K on, on those higher point levels. Have you faced any militia armies? Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, you,
1: yeah, you have a guy at your club. That, yeah.
0: That uh, he like, plays I, I just, quote unquote elite militia.
1: Yeah, the yeah, this one. Of the
0: grenadiers and tanks, pretty much.
1: I would just want to see like your army with just tons of land raiders and stuff, and then you have a you know a big horde army militia coming at you. Oh, yeah. that would be tough, I think, because you can shoot your Last like yeah, I killed four militia dudes. It's like, yeah, you know, levies. Uh, are there, are those guys fearless? Uh, you can give them that with some of the traitor uh, provinces, right? I think like, I could tank shock shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be more fun to play if they're not fearless, in a sense. But still, yeah. I mean, you can have, isn't, you know, how many points is it? Is it 40 points for 20 dudes or something? Or maybe more? Yeah, I think so. Can <laughs> I mean, if so, yeah. I the only thing
0: that limits malicious is just the, the slots.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but I mean, would uh, I would like to see that kind of game? It would be, you know, this uh, just a horde or waves after waves coming at you, and you have to just kill as many as you can. But it's like it's a losing battle, kind <laughs> of. You have to. I don't know. Would make for a cool team. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Sorry. Uh, just uh, when I was up there in at my own club yeah uh, when i played the game against the guy and just made them a bit interested in, in heresy
3: yeah
0: uh, and i realized like oh what point limits do you play like, like around 2000 2500 like oh shit that's so many points i kind of like back when i played 40k i think that that would have been a lot of points but i don't, don't really think that yeah. anymore it's no too, that's true that's such such a good point limit, and. The, Thing they're like, yeah, but if we're gonna get people to play here, we're probably gonna start at like really low points. I mean, that's fine, it's not gonna be that's like that's not the deal with playing this game to play
1: small yeah. points on it, but it's
0: a
2: good no.
1: start because
0: if you I mean,
2: could, play could work points, if you place
1: some Mortalis or something,
0: yeah, some Mortalis is really good. That's what I really like with different game styles in here as well. Just flat out regular combat, then 2500 is like what you should play because mm-hmm. they can start playing a 1000 points game but they're going to find that it's not a balanced game and yeah. might think that oh fucking Warhammer seriously sucks yes yeah, because you're playing like the wrong points level yeah yeah that's, yeah that's
1: true that's a good point I,
0: i'm glad that i like my first experience was a Lincoln with a 2000 point, 2,500 point army yeah <laughs> cuz then i really got to see what everything was about because you got
1: kind of got a rough start. It's just like, oh, how does all of these rules work? Yeah. At least at
3: the rate.
0: Yeah, and then I used to, like got an entire two thousand five hundred point army instantly. Yeah. And like that's how you actually should get into the game, because that's the point limit that you should play.
1: Yeah, and you planned. I mean, you planned it. You didn't just buy. Oh, I'll buy this first, and then that looks fun. It's like you no, know, you planned it. The entire army before you, yeah, the, you made it right
0: the thing is i was gonna be like yeah i'm gonna make this like a nice hobby progress thing yeah but then i was like if i'm gonna order some stuff i might as well order everything <laughs> so Fuck it, order. i just made a list and then bought everything and then pretty much tried it out the first time yeah At candice <laughs> i was like oh, maybe
1: this isn't the best thing ever maybe <laughs> she does some stuff yeah, you have to have some room for error, right? It's not like, oh no, you bought that you have to play with it forever now, <laughs> always lose. <laughs> yeah. What the goddamn it! Uh, I had an idea. You know, um, we talked about this getting a, a game narrative a bit before. Uh, <laughs> I just had this random idea the other other day. Like, what if you have an event? You know, everyone has a list of X amount of points, um, but then. Um, are you, playing, you can play all kinds of missions, but <laughs> what if you, you never get reinforcements? Like, every model that dies can never be played in the game again.
0: Yeah. The, the so, thing, thing about that, I also didn't think about that, but just yeah. in some games, you just get totally annihilated. Yeah. Uh, and then you really don't have anything left.
1: No, that's true. But yeah, I, then I thought, true. like, you could either, I mean, maybe you could have some kind of, like, okay, you could give up. If you feel that you're losing a game, but then, oh, yeah, maybe you could run. So it's like everything you get off your board, you know, you can voluntarily run off your board. And then that is, you know, preserved. So if you feel like, oh, shit, I'm I'm losing big time. I don't want to do this. Then you have to give up the game, but not just give up. You have to, you know, pull back and run off. And then the enemy can be like, okay, I'm going to kill as much as I can before. I mean. The the thing about that is that it kind of makes both of the players play
0: defensively. Uh, yeah, in a way, but, but which but, is but like this is the thing that the, I had the event like you. You weren't there on the Sunday, so you didn't see this. Yeah, but, like when I was playing the the like game mastered mission. Yeah, you got to pick five of your guys uh, on this Somertals game, and the the ones who died were not in the next game where you were using your Somertals force. So, oh yeah, that's true. That's being true. Being just taking a small part of your army. Uh, yeah. uh, and make like. That the option that you, you might lose these guys uh,
2: yeah.
0: still that like, gives some narrative and gives a feel of that you lost these guys. But yeah, it doesn't get you totally fucked. Like if you play a thousand point like a Summer Talls game. What if yeah, that's like, true. It, one it, it, gets it the, the beat on the other one and kills everything and that yeah. it's just gonna be like, Okay, I'm gonna put these three guys up here and you're gonna put your thirty three.
1: Yeah and uh, you're gonna win. But yeah, yeah, I I agree. But I mean what if you then take it in a true narrative thing and it's like, you have your team and it's like, okay, well, uh, poor Ricky here, he, he only has these, you know, three dudes left, but I have a pretty big army, so we'll just merge now. So you start, you know, playing together in the games after. So you're like, oh shit, these three guys are almost depleted. I'll just put them, those armies together or something like that to so get smaller and smaller war bands. I mean, if, if one side has shit loads of stuff, they still have to allocate it over a lot of tables. So, you know, yeah. the side that's, that's the could really be like... The good thing for is yeah,
0: yeah. trying to figure out the way it makes it feel fun to play and make yeah. sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try and implement that at the event that we're probably
1: having. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice. So um, you said that there was going to be some kind of uh, event anyway. Is that why you're planning to...
0: Yeah, this is uh, like a small gaming convention. Okay, so is that will that be at your club or will it just be in town? No, it will be at another place. Okay. Uh, it's also really close to the train
1: station, like everything else in the small town. Yeah. <laughs> so, just... that's cool. so people could go there, look at the convention, and then, you know, if uh, they're anyway in town, then they can go and play some 30k. Yeah, I mean it's really easy to get
0: to there both from Gothenburg and Stockholm and from everywhere. Yeah, it's on the railway line in the middle. So you go there and then you can you literally walk 100 meters to the convention place yeah. from the train station. Yeah,
1: and you walk I don't, I don't a know little bit I more to get marks. to your
0: place. Uh, yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's like going to the club is maybe three times as far away. Yeah it felt felt pretty far
1: with a lot of bags
0: <laughs> uh still pretty close uh, yeah. for being a small city yeah <laughs> compared to walking to gothcon
1: from the train station Gothenburg. yeah that wouldn't really work i guess <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah we should yeah we should work on something with that i, I think it would be yeah. really fun to just
0: and having well, that uh, fallback thing also and so the last thing uh nope. talking about Additions and differences in army composition and the way it feels to play, and number of models and stuff. Yeah, I finally got my hands on a Thunderhawk. Oh yeah, and that is like the maximum of like planning an army for big points that you can actually use them in regular games. Because I, the the guy I got it from uh, used to play, use it when I played in fifth edition. But the thing in fifth edition was that they introduced Apocalypse, and it became like a pretty big thing in the beginning. But the thing is that people re- didn't really plan on making armies for apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It was more of a, all right, we're gonna put all our shit on the table, yeah, all our shit, and we're gonna play this massive battle. And it just ended up with people standing there and taking for fucking ever yeah. to play. And like armies weren't made to play at those game levels, so. Stuff just got wiped out, and some things worked way better than other things. I remember the chaos the side had like nine outflanking bloodthirsters <laughs> through everything. And then you just have these random marines that can't do shit. Yeah. And just stuff standing against each other, firing, and like it wasn't really that engaging. Yeah. But that's the thing with 30k is that you play such high points levels, and it's like mini apocalypse. But the biggest difference is that you make your army for this the scale. Mm-hmm. And that really changes the way it plays. So you're more prepared to deal with uh,
1: Thunderhawk? I'm not sure if I'm prepared to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: a Thunderhawk is going to fly around. It's going to be really hard to bring down. Yeah. But as soon as you put it in hover mode, it's going to
1: get totally fucked. Can okay, you assault it then?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I fucking
0: board it! you can just fucking throw
1: crack grenades into the engines.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> blew it out of the sky. <laughs> Holy shit! But uh, okay, but, but it was painted ultramarine blue. I heard. Yeah. Lovely, right?
0: Not really lovely. What? So you should just give it to me then. So you don't have <laughs> to do anything with it. I'm gonna fucking drown it in alcohol to get rid of the paint. <laughs> oh. And. Well, but, but the doors but the doors not, are yeah, The too. doors are fucking glued They're really tightly. I'm gonna have yeah. to find some way to get it out. I'm probably gonna have to just fucking make holes in them and just rip them out to be able to put oh, the yeah. new thing up. That could so work. Yeah, that could work. I can I'll just use these like really fancy ultramarine symbols as like debris yeah. on the base or something.
1: Yeah, do that. Do that for your mm. Sons of Horus. But, yeah. Okay, like, the thing is that
0: I'm not still sure if I'm gonna use this for <clears throat> my Sons of Horus or my Iron Hands. Ah, yeah. Because, okay. like, so, pros after, and cons. Like, yeah. After sweeping across the world with Nazis in Hearts of Iron, <laughs> I got the feel back for Iron Hands a lot more. And also, just, <laughs> Iron Hands are still my fucking favorite Legion because they're yeah. so badass. I mean, Ultramarines, they're not Ultramarines, but Sons of Horus are really cool. Yep. But like no one no one is as brutal as a fucking iron <laughs> Well
1: that's true. That's true. They're they're hard, hard as iron. <laughs> uh,
0: but the yeah, but, pros and cons though.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh like just how would I use it with my iron hands? Contra how I'd use it for my sons of Horus.
1: So yeah, but- your sons of Horus, you talked about this uh, space raider idea, and I mean it would fit in with that, right? Like your planet. Yeah. Planet Strike.
2: You have a and, Thunder And rock. if I would
0: do that, then the, like, the whole list would be built around the Thunder arc, pretty much. Yeah. Which that is be, cool.
2: Like, yeah.
0: So that would be taking the center stage, which is pretty fitting because it's fucking massive. Yeah. Um, and it would be mainly used as an assault transport. So like, hopefully, turn two would come in, and then it will fire all of its missiles and all of its weapons at stuff, yeah. like crack some transports and prepare the landing ground. And then, then, turn three or four or whatever, mm-hmm. it would go into hover mode and just assault planes would just fly out of the, the mouth and assault shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should uh, they... uh, do But for your
1: iron hands, can, can then, it transport tanks? Is that no, the storm? It can,
0: can transport one dreadnought, bikes, assault planes.
1: But ah, but didn't they have one version which was carrying either two rhinos or one? Yeah, that, that's its Rock transporter. Ah, fuck. Do they still have rules for that one?
0: Or, or... Yeah, they're they're in the Heresy book. Okay. But, but there's no model anymore. They don't sell the model. Ah, that's, so that's really cool. Bad. But, but so useful, I mean, though, but it's cool.
1: But but so that one can drop a land raider and the land raider has stuff inside it. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> so for your iron hands, you have like seven uh, land raiders, right?
0: Uh, five. And two. Are,
1: oh yeah, okay. So you need, you need five Thunderhawks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just flying by, dropping, and and then two more for my predators and my rhino. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, But Uh, if you if you played
1: it for them, how would you fit it with that?
0: Then it would be more used as a gunship, like a pure gunship. You can also take bombs instead instead of the rockets. Mm -hmm. So might be using those, and I might have like gorgons in it. Maybe my plasma bikes. Mm-hmm. But, like, using it to transport stuff would become a secondary function. Yeah. Uh, and it would be more used to shoot stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. So, shit, I don't know. And that's the thing, like, do I want a 5,000 points army? Or do I want two three 3,500 points army? And that's the thing as well. Like, I got to buy a mm. shitload of stuff for Sons of Horrors if I want to, like, make an entire army that can use the Thunder Rock for him.
1: Yeah, it's gonna take a long time before you can actually use it. That's true.
2: Um, yeah.
1: While I mean, so yeah, you let your sons of Horrors take time, slowly add to them. Have a small force and play with that. And then the- yeah,
0: because I have enough stuff to play formertalis, and that's what, actually what they were meant to be. So I can play as Yen's in our battlefleet Gothic fights.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, then the uh, Thunderhawk is more like a bonus to your Iron Hands, like the the. Tip of the, the cherry on top of yeah. your Sunday, or I don't know. Yeah, maybe uh. we can uh,
0: build a list around that later. Yeah. But and it, it's still going to work pretty well for my iron as, as well, I think. Because the big thing about having it is that it's always coming out from reserve. Mm-hmm. So you really need some sure way of getting it in. And I do have my land reader party squadron, which gives real reserves.
1: Oh, because of, uh, like... Tank commander or something.
0: Yeah. And uh, command the, the command tank thing, the, mm-hmm. the radar dish, I could use my Iron Hand Rhino and just put that on top and I get even more bonuses for it.
3: Oh, to that's be even, true.
0: Even more sure that it's coming on. But for your
1: uh, Sons of Horus, you have a Democles, right? Yeah. So that's also good. So I mean, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's the
0: thing. I, I I would use the same. Use the the, the radar dish. It's remove oh, the you... top. Edge. Oh, okay. Cool. So like you switched that between my iron and my of so so Wars.
1: No, that's nice.
0: I haven't painted <sighs> it yet, so I can just paint it in a generic
1: metal color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mainly metallic, right? The the dish itself. Yeah. Uh, but then that that's another good thing, like good question the painting the paint job of a thunderhawk because yeah. if you would paint that by brush i think that's really hard to get to look nice yeah you? so you should probably airbrush it right yeah yeah you definitely so but then could you airbrush it so that it looks like iron hands ties into your
0: yeah force? that's the thing like uh,
1: the thing is it's so
0: big and so different yeah. from everything else yeah. That if it looks different, like the paint scheme, if it looks different from my other stuff, it's not gonna yeah. uh, make that big of a difference. Because, no, I guess, I,
1: I guess, in one sense,
0: because yeah. I mean, the land raiders they have to look like other landers fit together, yeah, as long as it's black and metallic, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not gonna be like you're putting it next to a land raider and say these things do not fit together, yeah, that's because true. However I paint it, it's going to look yeah. iron handsy anyway.
1: Yeah, because I mean, uh, maybe not using the you know, the MKA version where they have the, the metallics of green and purple and red, is it? I don't know, but you know that one. That one is very distinct, though. Don't you yeah, I uh, I've been doing that effect on my outer
0: iron hand stuff, not that much, but still a bit. Yeah. so I would yeah. probably do something similar. But I don't okay, know. we'll see. he's yeah, completely. To, to Freddy, he actually painted Iron Hands on the MK. Of course, I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen.
1: Uh, he he's working hard on some more Land Raiders. I, I saw. Yeah, looking looking good. Um,
0: but
1: I think it will be more useful
0: as an Iron Hands. But I mean, the yep. force. horse force, force would be cooler, like the entire force, like an orbital assault force. Yeah, but I'm still—he's too much in love with my iron nuts too. Flip a coin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> have you decided what to do with the basing? Like, can you mount it on some kind of?
0: Yeah, killer? I just need to find some wooden plate. I went to Biltema, the uh-huh. store
1: ever, and yeah.
0: bought this. Just—it's like a, a a really long screw, like just a, <laughs> a a threaded metal rod. Okay. So I'm just gonna have to cut it up. Into pieces and I'll be putting the Thunderhawk on three of those. I'm gonna attach them with some... Uh, what are they called? mutter oh, the bo- Yeah,
1: the, the nuts. Yeah, the nuts. Nuts. Rods and nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gotta <laughs> get just, that rod in there.
0: Gotta attach, attach it with the, the nuts to the base. Just drill some holes underneath and then let it rest on the nuts. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, will you have nuts both on the base it, and it,
0: the-, the? It's going to be balls deep into the thunderrock because, like, the rod oh, okay. is going to go into the hole and it's going to yeah. rest on the nuts.
1: Oh, okay, that sounds okay. I, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, how will you screw them into all those nuts at the same time? Because like that that won't work. But that, yeah, okay. If you screw them one at a time into the base, then I understand. That works. <laughs> uh,
3: then you know, you just.
0: Cover the We're nuts sticking up from the base. So three of them, yeah, just have holes in the rock and you just put them inside the holes and put nuts like a couple of centimeters down, so it will rest on them. That's the plan.
1: Oh, okay. Now I see. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then you could uh, cover the the ones on the base, right, with some debris, make it. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm just gonna pretty much paint the rods black. Yeah, so they won't be metal and then Mm -hmm. just do some kind of basing. I don't really know how to do the actual base. Like if I should base it heavily or lightly. Mm -hmm. Do I want like should it be is will it be scenic so big that you will be able
1: to put models on top of it and fight beneath it or will it need like Ah. some space? Yeah, that's that's a good idea actually. Because I mean we talked about that that you wanted to have generic bases that looks like they fit everywhere and you don't want to have like a Ruin underneath that just follows it wherever it flies around, which yeah. is kind of like, what the fuck is going on there? Uh, but uh, I mean, the, the, you could do a really cool centerpiece for that one. You could do some like a diorama on that base underneath. Yeah. But I also true. like the idea of just having it kind of flat. And I, so you actually can put models there pretty easily. Yeah. Just... I would probably have something there. Like, yeah,
0: it won't be just like a, a sand base. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to use the surface. It's... Yeah not sure what to do yet
1: yeah do some structures some hills or something yeah some, rocks. some s- small houses <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some dead, dead ultramarines no not on your none of his iron hands right they don't care what i thought we <laughs> were allies uh, but i'm running traitor ultramarine <laughs> I put all my Ultima uh, symbols upside down, so it's like the Omega sign. <laughs> We're actually, you know, allies with the uh, Alpha Legion, hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. <laughs> but uh, shit, that's a. I mean, yeah, big model. I think it would look really good in the Sons of Colors in one way. That is true. Uh, I think they. Easier to
0: make to look good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a lot easier with an airbrush to make the Sons of look good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be
0: a lot more contrast. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And then just some big decals, some eyes. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Fuck yeah! This is. I'm still so fucking torn. Make, make it paint hard. one one side in each legion. <laughs> it's
0: not the painting thing either. No. Like I know it's gonna look better in Sons of wars. Yeah. But, but it's just the thing of getting an entire army yeah. around it. And do I, really, do I really want to build another army right now? Because I'm still not really done with my Iron Hats. I really mm. like them still
1: and really love playing with them. And yeah. It's hard. For our listeners out there, if you have uh, any idea what Nicholas would choose, which Legion... Let's uh, send an email to <laughs> don't lose your head podcast.gmail.com. That's oh. loose with two O. It's don't lose your head podcast, right? Uh, not podcast, just pod. Don't lose your head pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: it's going to be in the show notes. So yeah, let's copy and paste. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So if you paint it for your iron hands, okay, that, that's the other thing. You want, you want to be able to use it, right? When will you be no, able to I'm use just... it? Put it in <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could use it more for your Sons of Horus. Or, well, no, I guess you could just, if you use it for your Iron Hands, you could just leave other stuff out of the game, I guess. Uh... Yeah, it can be
0: used as a, at a minimum at 3,000 points. Yeah. Uh... And you have 4,000 points of Iron Hands. Yeah. Yeah. So, with this, I might be able to get up to 5,000 points. Oh, some... shit. Some small stuff that I haven't really put in the list. Yeah. I actually counted on a like a 3,500 point list for it if I would use it at Scandus. Yeah. And it actually works out pretty well. I mean, (laughs) the the Thunderhawk won't be an assault eagle as it would be with the Sun's Forest.
1: Yeah.
0: But in reality, I don't think that it's really meant to be an assault eagle because you just get get fucked when it goes into hover mode. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I should just. And I, like I can't use it before I paint it up for either side, because first of all, I don't have like the, the entire the rest of the army for Sons of and I can't play it looking like this with my iron heads. I would just feel ashamed till I die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, wait, spreads. looking like, like looking like what, Look, like ultramarines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, these are just my allies. <laughs> what? would you? Be, no, allies can't take. Uh, they can't take uh, Lords of War, right? No, I don't think so. So you would have to have some Ultramarines primary detachment. So one uh, Centurion and two <laughs> 10 man tech squads. That's not too many points.
0: And they will all be riding in the Thunder
1: Hawk and just do shit. They're like the, the crew, the crew of the. And then you use it like a gunship. Yeah. Which you were thinking <laughs> of anyway, right?
0: Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You see, guys, now I could actually put use them as uh, put assault marines in it. Mm. Put the twenty assault marines and a uh, centurion with jump pack. Yeah, yeah. You're giving me bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> bad idea.
1: I'll paint you some marines. I'm really <laughs> fast. I'm a, need to be like a commission painter now for marines. <laughs> Might get them 2019. <laughs> but I mean, for, oh. For those big models, wouldn't it be awesome if you had some kind of camouflage HUD that you could just press a button and it just vroom, switches? Like choose your <laughs> legion.
3: Oh, they should yeah. make it out
1: of glass, and then you have some kind of, you know, projector inside that can just put a color scheme. Like vroom. that's the future, <laughs> kids. That's yeah. the future. Future paint. You won't have. You won't have to paint like anything. LED paints. Oh yeah, just. Vroom. <laughs> Take your iPad, just like, what color do you want? Switch, V-gen. You could probably do that with VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually. Future. That's uh, future. Yeah. That could be the future. Uh, and also, uh, I like the, the idea of these uh, interactive uh, gaming boards, where you have some kind of projector in the ceiling. I think I saw someone, like, yeah. you put down the tag and it gets, you know, this, something you ha- you can see the radius around it, like, oh, it can fire into this arc. Cool. That's really cool. Future. 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 What a magical time we live in.
0: <laughs> Alright. So,
1: now, I think we're done with the, what have we been doing, intro. <laughs> that was basically, like, the main segment, I guess.
0: Yeah. Like, everything I wanted to talk about tied into what I've been doing lately.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's Ending good. up with uh, the big uh, <laughs> contemplation over the thunderhawk
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. fuck. Just sitting here staring at me in this ugly
1: blue paint job. <laughs> oh, you should put these, uh, like, doodly eyes on the front. You know, these ones that uh, <laughs> move around. <laughs> you have on toys. Uh. <laughs> I gotta buy some magnets for it as well. Okay. What can you switch out on the wings first of all i need to magnetize the front hatch uh, so it comes so it doesn't always hang loose yeah or like an, an old man's penis. <laughs> shit is it always <laughs> close now <laughs> sorry what yeah it's like a young boy's penis right now oh nice nice <laughs> <laughs> <course>. tight. oh fuck.
3: <laughs> now we're going to get taken off the
0: air <laughs> so i need to magnetize the front hatch and the the smaller wings yeah. The wings that with the last cannons in the tip, yeah, because they can be folded up like an X-wing. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. so that that's when it's in attack mode.
1: <laughs> did, did, did. <laughs> <laughs> now it can go much faster. Uh, I didn't uh, know, I didn't know this function.
2: Uh, I have to check it out I need
0: to magnetize the, uh, the missiles so I can use cluster bombs if I want, and also. The, the top cannon from his battle cannon or D cannon. Yeah, yeah. Give it the D. Give him the D. But that's can nice I, that you can choose. You can actually build it really tanky. There's a shitload of upgrades on it. yeah so you can, First of all, it's 12, 12, 10 to start. Then you can upgrade the rear armor to 12.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then you can also buy ramjet destruction grid and void shield. Or not void shield, but flare shield. Okay, so cool. yeah You can give it. 12, 12, 12, and then you can upgrade so that uh, against shooting, there's minus one shooting against everything, which is pretty iron handsy. Holy shit. Yeah, that's cool. That, that so, ties it in. Yeah, so it will basically be armored 13 and <clears throat> flyer with nine hull points. So if I'm using it as a gunship, <clears throat> be fucking shot down. Oh,
1: and how much stuff do you have that's like anti air? I mean, I, I feel like I don't have much. Maybe I have a Carries Kieris- uh assault cannon on a mortis dread. So that's strength six, right? Yeah. So I, I can only Real yeah, rending. Yeah that's true, but still it's gonna be a pain in the ass. <laughs> Mo the people have like uh maybe altar cannons or something on the Aegis defense line. You could glance it with that. Yeah. Holy fuck. People have
0: dios. But still yeah. yeah it's gonna be a fucking flying tank. And that's pretty cool yeah.
1: with Iron Yeah, Yeah. 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 <laughs> Once again, one point for the Iron Hands. (laughs) Oh,
0: it's gotta get rid of these landing feet as well. They're like deployed, and it really looks silly when it's airborne to have the landing gear (laughs) down. It looks like a
1: like a a crane trying to land. Yeah, so so you should magnetize those as well. So it's like oh, it's in hover mode. (laughs) We paint them, paint them uh, orange like a duck. Like a ducky, just (laughs) bright orange. (laughs) The awesome. Yeah. So should we take a musical break and then we'll be back with something else?
3: Yeah. Something else.
1: And I have a question for you, Niklas. Uh, All right. Yeah, because we talked a bit about magnets just before we went to... How do they work? Yeah, magic and shit. (laughs) What the fuck? Some kind of warp energy? Uh, I don't know. No, but like uh, magnets and drilling in your models. I'm very new to this. Or I've actually not used magnets. And I rarely... Use a drill. I don't own a drill. I should probably get a hobby drill so I can, you know, maybe start pinning, pinning models. Drill. Yeah. I, I, I also drill. need to get a
0: drill. I don't have one myself. I have one at the club that I've been using, but I really yeah. need to get
2: my own.
1: Yeah. I just realized, like, well, pinning is really useful. And yeah, you know, drilling barrels. I, I don't really like, I have a lot of barrels that are like, you know, flat. It's like, yeah, what the fuck, where where is it shooting from? Uh, <laughs> But it's just i I've been lazy, and I thought, oh, no, that's wrong. and it's probably a bit difficult, but I tried it a bit now, and it's not that bad, bad, I guess yeah but, uh, uh, but but your what's your experience of because magnets, I really see the use with magnets for uh, yes. not having to proxy stuff, or you know yeah, you, well,
0: I got some magnets switch. when I got my first iron hand vehicles, okay, you know, yeah, different stuff, yeah, so mainly for my predators stuff. First of all, I wanted to be able to switch the main gun of my uh, good Predator, the one with the heavy conversion beamer. Yeah. I also can have the, the plasma
1: executioner. So is it just the very turret that you switch or the, the gun itself? Just, just the gun. Okay, the cool. gun and the mantlet. Yeah. That's so all. then how how big of a magnet are we talking and how many? Are...
0: Uh, I bought from Galeforce 9. They do magnets for Flames of War. Okay. The tank turrets. And they're really... They're really good value, like a lot of Uh, So I use those. They're good size as well, Uh, like a half centimeter
1: wire or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, they're pretty, are they pretty strong then? They can hold? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: for, if I'm going to magnetize this stuff on the Thunderhawk, the the things that swivel, I think I'm going to get some better magnets from supermagnet.be. German B? magnet guys oh shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay that's cool are
0: they they know their re- re- stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah because I, that's something I really don't like when you see things like just hanging limp yeah. on the side it's like well that what's happening with that gun oh it's magnetized so you know it just falls off or ah uh, yeah it's using strong fucking magnets so you have to think about and also but I mean yeah and then if you have just some infantry models like on a gun or a backpack then it's it's tough because you can't fit that big magnets, I guess. Yeah. Right? Exactly. What do you do then? Do you just buy from Super Magnet. Uh, uh, I don't really magnetize stuff in infantry. No? I,
0: I don't really think it's worth it. Just yeah. go with yeah. something, and if you don't like that option,
1: you can just rip it off and put something else on the side. <laughs> Not that hard. Yeah, it's mostly like, it's, for example, a veteran squad, which is highly customizable. Maybe you want to have uh, melter guns, and the next time you want to run plasma guns. So what do you do? Do you leave them? Do you magnetize them? Two of them? each. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I mean, and you could just get more guys, and you have some in reserve. So you just, you know, you switch. Them yeah, I, I, I don't want to go through the hassle of minus
0: with infantry. It's just too much work for no. too little profit. But like in vehicles, it's a lot easier to get them there, and I think it's yeah valuable to do it on vehicles like my my creators, I also make the sponsors like having the yep. voltage sponsors and the last kind of sponsors is a really big difference compared to you're having combi plasma or combi flamer or something like that. I, yep. got, I can run the inventory as they are because it's just such a fucking hassle. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but on tank it's, it's really easy and it's really useful to Yeah. No I, I agree. Uh and also I, also make, I mean I also magnetized the Malcadors, the responses.
1: Okay, that's cool.
0: And that's pretty much it, what I've magnetized.
1: The only thing for infantry that I can see a useful for is like switching between a backpack and a jump pack. Right? Yeah. That would be very useful. Uh, because there are like I have Palatine blades and I I never run them with jump packs because I didn't I you know I I model them with backpacks and I you run them in transports. Uh, yeah. Because I think they're too fragile on foot, but I mean, it would be fun to try them out with jump packs, right? Yeah, Sometimes. And,
0: and jump packs and backpacks is a really easy thing to magnetize uh-huh. because you don't really see that part and it's a
1: pretty big surface where you yeah. connect.
0: So yeah, it's really, really easy to
1: attach a magnet. Do you think they thought of that because they have the there's a the little knob sticking out that fits but then above that it's usually just like a square? Right, yeah. so you could put a magnet, I, and then have both the securing thing. And, I, don't I don't really think they thought of it because
0: that design has been around from like second edition. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. That's
0: but true, I mean, true. it's easier to attach if you have a standardized way like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really easy to magnetize. Yep. The thing is though, if, when you magnetize jump packs, is that if you slap them on, then it can look a bit weird. And then when you touch your models, then you. Accidentally touch the backpacks and then they get crooked and then you got this entire squad with guys running around with crooked backpacks
1: <laughs> flying sideways like <laughs> what the hell
0: so uh, if maybe a, maybe you should put the backpack on somehow that yeah. like you have more points of contact where it doesn't slide yeah
1: that's true um don't the the i think the the little knob thing sticking out pre- uh, prevents that, right? You can't really twist it. Yeah, if you, yeah, have if you put a magnet above that, yeah.
0: Yeah, that should be pretty good. But yeah. like, if you would remove that and make a hole there, then
1: just yeah. move a bit. Yeah, that's true. It would be very unstable. Uh, and also, like, if you just don't think about it and you start lifting your model and then it drops halfway, if it's not strong <laughs> enough. I mean, Sorry. I guess you have to have a, Could you have a, a magnet that's strong enough to lift by the backpack without the model coming off? That would be awesome but i'm not sure if they can make that in that size
0: that's always a problem with whatever models when you don't have stuff glued to them yeah you forget it yourself or someone picked up your model and
1: oh look at this like my rhino
0: like the hatches the hatch isn't glued there and the weapons aren't glued there so whenever people pick it up and then you're oh i'm gonna look at the underside of the model and then everything falls
3: What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I also have a uh, cheap uh, trick from uh, from Morten, Morten's one uh, <laughs> <laughs> of this Eastern European like if you can't afford magnet, do like Morten. He is smart. Um, I just I have some of this adhesive uh, putty, you know. Putty, blue, putty. blue, it's blue, blue tack. Clay. Blue tack. I guess but it's not blue. It's white, do you so, still call it blue tack Yeah, I
2: know. It's
1: something. essentially, it, yeah, it's essentially BlueTack. tack um, yeah. which is sticky and I use that uh, sometimes uh, for my backpacks. Uh, like, will I have um, Lord Commander Eidolon, for example. Doesn't that show? Uh, not if you have uh, a very little amount. <laughs> sometimes it's like, if you push it and it just comes out on the sides, but I mean, that doesn't look very good. You can take it away. Um, but 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 for him, I want to switch sometimes uh, to use a jump pack and sometimes not, so then i just i didn't magnetize it I just used some tack and that that works pretty well actually I think one of my one of my yeah my of dreadnought has one arm also just blue tacked there <laughs>
0: Did it, so didn't didn't that
1: fall off every time we play though what no it doesn't usually i,
0: I think maybe if i
1: when uh, we played maybe if i accidentally you know grab it there or something that it doesn't it's not like it's just hanging there it's actually pretty strong
0: or mm. maybe it was someone else that was using magnets actually yeah it kept it was falling magnets.
1: off magnets ah frustrating <laughs> the arms just hang there like someone is too tired it's like oh
0: yeah you gotta do it good if you're using magnets yep Because, like if you post stuff and then you use magnets and then it just falls and it just looks super <laughs> weird <laughs>
1: they're not strong enough to <laughs>
0: Yeah, deflated.
3: <laughs>
0: and that's like a thing you got to think of with with vehicles where the gun will sw- swivel. Yeah. Like the sponsons, I magnetize them like on a horizontal plane so they can swivel mm-hmm. left and right, and that works wherever they're swiveling. But if you magnetize the sponson uh, vertically, then you're gonna get a sad gun.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think I understand. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then it's going to use tip down, like a last cannon, because it's front heavy, so It's just going to tip down to the ground. Okay. Yeah, and it will look good. Down to the ground. Because it's, it's going to drag its last cannon on the ground while it's driving. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's interesting.
0: So you got to think ma- of where you put your magnets, where the, the load is going to be, and huh? how it's going to work, and also like, if you're going to touch that place a lot, where will you be touching it from? Yeah. And uh, will it hold? Stuff like that. Yeah. It, don't you slap magnets on? Is,
1: think a few minutes before. Yeah. Think, go ahead. I think also that's a place where the combination could be good of magnets and uh, blue tech because. No, blue tech, Morton. Don't fucking blue tech models. No, no, done. but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, because. It, the magnet will keep it in place, but if you put just a small amount of blue tack, that you know stops the, the turning motion or it slows it down. So it's like that could prevent it from slowly falling down. Best way of magnetizing stuff is
0: using two magnets so.
1: Okay. Then it yeah, that just prevents any movement, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Or super magnet. Super magnet. <laughs> what the fuck? What if you like it starts? Knives and shit starts flying at your tank because it's just—it's so strong. All the metal in the room is drawn towards <laughs> this super magnet. My wife died. and She was in this CAT scan and it just malfunctioned and she died because your fucking tank with super magnets was walking past outside. Super magnet, neodymium, top magnet, ferrite magnet,
0: magnet You want uh-huh. It's all in German. It's crazy, guys. Can I introduce yeah, the language? Yeah, here. English let's see these guys sell. I'm gonna put a link for this if you want to look at magnets. They got all okay, kinds of magnets. Do that. Magnets, rod magnets, block magnets,
1: cube magnets, sphere magnets, ring magnets, Ooh. cone magnets, waterproof Ooh. magnets, self-adhesive magnets. Does it, does it say anything about like how the load they can carry or something? Yeah. So you could weigh your piece and then decide on the magnet? Um, Yeah. Kind okay. I mean, do yeah, so you have an
0: indication? It was uh, s- strength. 25 yeah. grams, 30 grams, 130 grams, 150 grams, all the way up to... All oh, these things. 1,000 kilo. kilograms. Holy shit. Yeah, this thing. Disc magnet. Okay. Uh, it's 5 millimeter uh, in diameter. Yeah. It's really small, yeah. but it can hold 900 grams. It's almost a kilo. What? Yeah. Holy shit. How wide is
1: it though? Doesn't it have to be quite wide?
0: Uh, five millimeter wide as well.
1: Oh, five by five. Yeah,
0: and they're showing this picture of like they put one magnet on one side of his finger and the other one on the other side. And the finger just smashed.
1: Yeah, it's just bloody, bloody pulp. Blood everywhere. Ah! <laughs> Never play with super magnets. will <laughs> kill you. <laughs> Always wear chainmail when playing with super magnets. So uh,
0: yeah, I'm gonna Dude. probably get some stuff from Super magn- Magnet because I don't want shit to swivel. I want yeah. it to be held in place.
1: Yeah. How how much is it for that that one, the small one?
0: Ten pieces. Uh. Uh. The super strong one is yeah thirty cents or twenty.
1: Thirty cents. Nothing. Yeah. What the okay? Let super me know if you're ounce? if you're. Yeah. Let me know if you're ordering. Because I think I, I might need to get some as well. <laughs> just for my fridge. I don't know. <laughs> like, i anywhere. <laughs> and we anywhere. We should say that we're, we're no, by no means sponsored by supermagnets. But if you're, if you're looking at no. magnets, you should I, definitely buy supermagnets. I actually never <laughs> bought from
0: here. I know a lot of other people bought from there. Uh, yeah. But I just haven't yet. But now I need a supermagnet. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what it could do. I, I'm going to buy 10.
3: Holy shit, there,
0: here's a magnet that's 70 millimeters wide, like uh, diameter, so 7 centimeters, and it can yeah. hold 140 kilograms. What the hell? <laughs> it can <laughs> hold both of us. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
3: that's
0: shit. Some super magnets.
3: Yeah. Damn. These
0: Germans, man. Yeah. They know, they know their science.
1: Don't, don't mess with them. World War Three ever comes around? They're gonna
0: use magnets at us. They're gonna shoot stuff with magnets.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a rail gun. Yeah. <laughs> or just you going know, to throw one of those magnets at a tank, and all the tanks are just gonna throw be like <laughs> <it>. just <laughs> smashed. Yeah. Drops of super magnets. Oh, why are all the Germans <laughs> flying in like uh, plastic planes and glass planes? It's because of super magnets. We have no metal. Magneto or something yeah just drop it in the middle of a, like a russian tank battalion and they all yeah. just... <laughs> just implode into this <laughs> Oh, do not mess with uh, russians <laughs> holy shit these magnets <laughs> we have to build tank of wood now
0: <laughs> all right so that's niner and now
1: i want to mention mm-hmm? uh, freddy's night raffle yeah do it. I I've missed this. So like, okay, last year there was a big fucking titan. Yeah, at Scandus, uh they, Freddy
0: had this lottery. Yeah. Uh, so he bought tickets, and all the money went to, uh, the, the DMD, the the Shen sickness. Yep. Uh, and you could win a Warlord Titan. So this yeah. year he's, like, he's he's fucking upped it. He's, they're like having this lottery with night houses and uh, let's see how many three fully painted night houses. So
1: what like, so there's three prices?
0: Yeah, there's three uh, full <laughs> night houses and each one consists of a Cerepsis Knight Atropos, Sarah's Knight Cassiator, Sarah's Knight Acron, Sarasis Knight Lancer, Questorius Knight Megara, Questorius Knight Styrix, Acastus Knight Porphyron. And a Knight. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so, I mean, that's so much more useful also than a Warlord in a sense. I mean, yeah, it would be cool it's, to it's win a Warlord. an entire but, army. I mean, and you run, could, anyway. Because a Warlord use, you need
0: a lot of support for. Yeah. you can just rock up with and play.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's you could top. just take, oh, this time I just used the acrobats for this game. If you yeah. don't want to play the entire Nighthouse. Holy shit. I know they're so going to, who, who's going to paint them? there are eight titans i know uh, freddy's painting one jody's
0: painting another one and then yeah. uh, someone from england i think is painting the third one okay
1: cool damn damn i need to get i need to get tickets for this yeah <laughs> um i mean yeah, the, awesome. the the chances of winning are three times higher than time. yeah then
0: last year they also had some smaller prices with like
1: yeah some oh, yeah, some swag book, books books and stuff i think right? yeah yeah uh but what uh i mean that's that's insane i mean do you think <laughs> money wise is it as expensive all these nights as one warlord or is it more expensive i don't know just in pounds i don't we'll have to calculate that <laughs> until next time holy shit so that's for scandals, right yeah okay got it Gotta steal some of the vacation money. That's why it's noticing. <laughs> Where's all our cash? Honey, if we win this, we're never gonna have to work again. <laughs> our night house is gonna take care of everything. All our problems.
0: If you Financial move... problems.
1: yeah, well, It's not really
0: a problem anymore. <laughs> I, I got really... everything I want model-wise, so I
1: don't need money anymore to live. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm so, self- Sustained by <laughs> models. <laughs> holy shit! Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so so to wrap, re, re, what the hell? Wrap, wrap, wrap. This Event up. This no. This this show. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Keep it together. The show together. is an event. It is in itself. <laughs> um, Do I have anything? Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought I should just uh, quickly check out the events. Uh,
0: Link on coming up and uh,
1: Freddy's throwing an event in June as well. Uh,
0: uh, a team event in Stockholm.
1: Okay, so not in addition to uh, Scorpius, which is just. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. So is in, in August, but in June, he's running the Hagarian Betrayal, uh, 17th to 18th of June.
1: Oh, shit, yeah, now I see that. Holy shit, yeah. I just checked out your pool uh, on the 30K Sweden. Uh, you nailed up all the Swedish events coming up. Yeah. Uh, there is also, wait, these Avaria. Avaria, is that next weekend? 13th to 14th. Yeah. Of uh, May. Holy shit. So that's the, the closest event at hand. It's gonna be in Malmo. Spelandshus. Who's. I'm not sure if it's uh, already filled up. Probably. Um, there will be two by two games. Okay, that's cool. Two versus two. Yeah. Uh, on the Sunday it will be one versus one. Two thousand five hundred points. So you can register for both days or just one of them. Um, not sure if. Are oh, they gonna to go to a restaurant? That's cool. It's gonna book a room at a restaurant. Not sure if it's full, but sh- uh, get in contact with Oscar Vikdal. Otherwise, he-, he can probably get you in touch. I mean, probably pretty cool up. dude. He's, he's in a- our show. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool. Um, I can also see yes, like all the missions are already here. You can read through the players pack, which you should, but you probably won't. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, the player pack? Ah, on the morning before. <laughs> That's mainly it. Let's see how many are interested in going here. Can I see that? Uh, 20 people have said yes, according to this. So I'm not sure if 20 is the maximum. But uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. But uh, are you going there? I am sadly not. No, me neither. I I would like to, but I'm not. I'm going to be on Malta. Malta. Yeah.
0: Nice. the, The rocky desert desolate island of malta yeah in the
1: yeah. middle of the mediterranean i don't know i've never been there it's gonna be interesting
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fucking nice uh the weather's been really really good here in our yeah. lovely country but it's been awesome. that means it's gonna be shitty soon so it's good that you're going
1: yeah and it's it actually the shitty weather just hit gothenburg as i'm speaking it's pouring down rain outside. So oh, I shit. guess that was it. That was the summer of this year. Lost in five <laughs> days. But, uh, gotta be thankful. Yeah.
0: Uh, sorry, this guy like, oh, nice. The weather's so nice. As soon as it's going to be summer and rainy
1: again. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's doomed. Uh, but sorry. Yeah. So as we said, uh, next weekend, i in Malmo. Then it's, two, nothing the weekend after that, but then the 27th, it's Lincoln in Shopping. That's a Lincoln! Just a one-day event, right? Yeah. So, is, awesome. is it on the Saturday or Sunday? I think it's the Saturday. The 27th. I don't know. I'll have to check. I'll have to fix. I saw also Freddie has got a lot of uh, stuff, a lot of uh, prices from the sponsors and stuff. Some... Uh, what do you call it? Some merchandise for the people yeah. going. Looks cool. Some golden dice. See over there? Well, so funny with when I'm listening to Iron
0: people keep writing into them but yeah. stickers. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> I got a sticker at Lincoln. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Got that. I, that, that, that's what got me listening to them in the first place as well. Oh, yeah. It's a good anyway, way of oh, getting you cool stickers. stickers.
1: What's this? Some random podcast? Two maybe. Maybe that's how, what we need to do. Yeah, we Set need stickers,
0: standards.
1: Yeah, I'm going to put them up all over town. <laughs> Listen to us, please.
0: <laughs> I think we're some new right yeah. or left wing
1: party. <laughs> yeah, we just put some really obscure symbol. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, as we said, the summer is actually filling up a bit. There's uh, Hagvarian betrayal in in Solentuna. Yeah. There's- was- Stockholm.
0: There's nothing in June and July before. No, that's true. But People now we event. have both
1: this and then the Scorching of Cedis, Cedis, yeah. in Gothenburg. Date not really set, but it's in July. And in August, it's the Scorpius Insurrection. Yeah. Down in Lund. Uh, September, Pandora. Is that your event? No, wait. No. Yeah. Yeah, Something yeah. But... Else. What the hell?
2: Was then... guess it was one of the guys
1: was at GothCon. Okay,
0: cool. So they're they're having an event in September, but they haven't really put any info out yet. Not at least not to me, so I don't know. Yeah. Just like and if the... people, if you people in Sweden, if you're listening, if you have an event, okay. just write in the comments on that
1: post or write me personally, and I will add your event. Oh yeah. But there's there's a shitload of events, and that's really good. It's what the hobby is all about. Gotta get yeah. Gotta get more games in. So, is Lincoln is the next event both of us are going to, right? Yeah. And uh, what will you go to after that? You know? Uh, Scorpius? I am not sure if I can go to Scorpius, actually. No, I haven't, I haven't decided yet, either. For me, it's, but... I only know Scandus. Yeah, for sure, Scandus. But it uh, would be nice to get some Avariae, maybe, in yeah it's uh maybe in the autumn sometime i don't know
2: yeah
0: maybe october
2: Uh, yeah yeah but now i'm bsk
1: of course i'm going to bsk because it's right next to me yeah yeah, pretty much i should try to get to that this uh how about your uh, your event when was that uh september okay if if it's if it happens it will be in september
0: yeah 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 so you should definitely come to that Yeah, yeah for sure for sure. You know, all, all kinds of things plan out. September, you o- say? Looking uh, looking here in an old book called "Citizen Death." Holy shit! It's dangerous. Do you, do you, it did did you ever it. see this book? It's before yeah, your I think, time, Laddie. I,
1: no, I think I remember that it was like an expansion, right? Where you were playing in heavily terrain. terrain
0: yeah, uh, boards and stuff it came out in, in fourth edition. Yeah. And
1: I remember that that's why they had the barricades and craters and stuff. for.
0: Yeah. It's pretty much, much when the the uh, the ruins that Games Workshop should make came out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Came out I, I really spoke.
1: I didn't play it, but I, I wanted to because I, I always liked that city, you know, kind of crammed feeling when it's not just...
0: Yeah. Uh, it's Think, like, like small The thing I'm going
1: to take out from this
0: is uh, some ideas for missions yeah. and also stratagems. It's a
3: pretty cool Oh, thing. okay. Yeah,
1: that's cool.
0: Because strategy gems is used to add stuff for your force with different things. Yeah. Like key building strategy so ammunition store, command center, fuel dump, observation point, stuff like that. Okay, cool. cool. Just being able to some flavor.
1: Yeah. Flavor, Foo- flavor, Flavor, fave. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's cool. So maybe I should try to get... Well, uh, I can't promise too much. I just thought if I should try to get a Song Mortalis board ready to September, I could help you. Like, I could join your event and I could be a game master for a
2: yeah. Get it. Yeah. of cool. Uh,
1: I would like that. I would like that. I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyway, I think that's it for the show. Do we have any mail to read out, by the way? Probably not.
0: No, I looked at it today and no mail. it,
1: Mike, what are you doing? Don't you love us anymore? <laughs> I'll, I'm going to sing a sad just song or something. About
3: <laughs> we had the love
1: of the summer, but the autumn came along, and Mikey he <laughs> moved forward. <laughs> Thought we had a thing.
3: Thought we had a thing.
1: Anyway, <laughs> we still got each other, right? Yeah. Yep.
0: But stop. stop singing, and we will.
1: <laughs> hey, I have a beautiful voice. <laughs> don't uh, don't destroy the fake world that I build around myself, where I think I'm the. I'm like uh, Kinska. What what's her name? Becca Kinska from the Fulgrim book. I sing very good. People get possessed by demons when I sing. <laughs> All yeah. right. Next, oh, shit, next, we should have, like, themes. So next uh, episode should be, like, a musical theme. So everything just starts, oh, Niklas, oh, Niklas, what have you been doing? I want to do,
0: it, a like, a, a 30K space opera.
1: Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <clears throat> All right that was the end of our podcast. <laughs> we never heard of them again.
0: <laughs> yeah, have you heard about this Don't lose Your podcast? Yeah, it was pretty good until they did it fucking space opera thing.
1: And during the space opera, like a warp rift opened and they were possessed by demons and they basically Never died in No. We just found this uh this hand this cam where you, we have this shaky hand cam video. <laughs> They're like lost hours <laughs> of life.
3: What the fuck's going on? Get into the rip,
1: get into the rift. How are you opening reality like that listen to me my name is john grammaticus i need you to come with us <laughs> holy fuck i've read about you <laughs> oh yeah that's another thing we should do just like the audio drama part of the show <laughs> like radio theater
3: <laughs>
2: Ding. we do yeah.
1: better than those uh, voice acting uh, voice <laughs> actors right
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: Christus! <laughs> okay, that's all. So you're oh, you're gonna be angry. It was
0: <laughs> perfect. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I laughed so hard. Oh, no. I was episode because like just a few weeks before that, I had actually tried and listened to the the audiobook. Yeah. Uh, Betrayer and it was just so bad that I, had, <laughs> I just had to quit in the middle. I couldn't handle anger anymore.
1: No, no. I actually I also listened to it, but I have managed to. To all of it, but I think that's because I'd read the book before. Nice. So I knew that it, it, it is a good book. It's a good story. And I wanted yeah, to just I... listen to it while I painted or something. I and then to. it was okay. Then I, I could read it. Yeah, yeah. That's... Read it. Read a movie. <laughs> I listened
0: to uh, Unremembered Empire as an audiobook, and that was fine.
1: Okay, that's cool. But I, I, I like to read it first somehow. I don't know.
2: Uh, could say right.
0: time. I, I think. Uh we ran out of things to really discuss
1: <laughs> what about the weather we haven't <laughs> we already talked about the weather ah oh, that's <laughs> fuck fuck well well it's been a nice show a bit of well I think the red thread was there some, somewhere you can follow it yeah see yeah we had a theme yeah um we'll be back same time same place next week maybe maybe further
0: ahead I don't know anyway uh We'll see. We'll be back. Don't worry, you guys.
1: Yeah, you don't get rid of us that easily. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening to this show. And remember, kids, Fulgrim gives head and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head.